Welcome to another episode of the Lost and Lock podcast with Chris and Brian. We are a spoiler-free Lost podcast. I am your host, Brian, and as always, I'm joined by a man who is still mourning the death of Frank Lapidus, Chris. <laughs> there, there. There, there, old top. It'll be fine. You had to remind me. That was a hard episode. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was emotionally draining, wasn't it? That's what I was going to say. After watching it, and the last scene had ended... I was left staring at the screen, thinking, no, what? Huh? I was just in a daze. See, I I don't even know how this is possible, but after the show ended, I felt physically tired. Wow. I I don't know what I'm going to do the rest of the day. That just, that that spent me. I was like Daniel Faraday, watching TV and crying. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong, Chris? What's wrong? Oh, well... I, that was a shocking, we're, <laughs> stunning. Where do we go from here? That's what I want to know. This felt like it was finale caliber. <laughs> it did. If, it, it, it felt it felt on par with Through the Looking Glass or uh, There's No Place Like Home. You know, with the in- amount of death we had seen in this episode, it I don't know why, but I almost felt like Wow, we are nearing the end. Yes. And I'm kind of glad they waited till the end and all these people start dying off because if they had been killed off earlier seasons, oh, that would have been rough. I know, right? Like if they so, killed someone off like halfway through the series oh. and then they had the, the actor remain but play another character, <laughs> that would just be awful. So that's why I got to thinking during all the death, I thought, I'm glad it's near the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... I I thought I'm glad I'm glad that the writers have this this liberty that they 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 made this deal with ABC like okay this is how long the show's going to go uh, it's going to have a beginning middle and end and that that gives them this freedom that most shows don't have which is they yeah. get to end their show on their terms so which is good it's good it's good for them as storytellers it's good for us as an audience so I think everyone wins and you're saying all things come to an end yes no. that's what I'm saying. That means there's limited lot, limited time left to contact us. So please do so in a number of ways that fit you as a person. Brian, tell them how to do it. Well, first of all, you can email us. Our email address is lostunlocked at gmail.com. That is L-O-S-T-U-N-L-O-C-K-E-D at G-M-A-I-L oh, dot C-O-M. Am I supposed to spell dot? <laughs> D-O-T. No. Uh, is our voicemail line still up? Yes. Uh, that is 770-393-5263. 
Island. And call before the island moves. That's right. Check out our forum, lostandlock.proboards.com. Yeah. Check out the C-Box, lostandlock.cbox.ws. Join our Facebook group. Follow me on the Twitter. Um, Hopefully by now, you have downloaded our show through iTunes. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Let's hope. (laughs) Or if you're one of the cool kids, the Zune Marketplace. Be sure to thank the Woot and the Molten Panther. Yes. Be sure to do that. See, I've gotten so efficient at giving out contact info that the drone is too long. So I had to pat it out at the beginning in order to <laughs> I noticed make that. it fit. Yeah, I noticed that. Okay, all right. You you can pat it, though, with you know props to other people. Uh, big shout out to L-Dub. Or Carson or Jenny for are being just, in the C-Box. Are we just calling out random people? No, she was in the C-Box they've done? after the show. Uh, uh, like three years ago, Anton Bruckner <laughs> carved the greatest <laughs> Dharma Initiative punk pumpkin I've ever seen. It was really stunning. <sighs> Leprechaun so. Sam submitted some good stories. Thanks. That, that's true. And he had a he had a pretty good Daniel Faraday voice. <laughs> I enjoyed having the Woot and Molten Panther on the podcast last week. Yeah, that was fun. I, I liked having uh, Donald uh, break into our studio and steal the organ. I liked that. That was a highlight of... Of the show. Yes, wasn't that quite an adventure? That was. Wow, that was so unlike everything we've ever done before and since. I can't believe we were really on the island. <laughs> it was shocking in so many ways. Um, oh. uh, big props to the guy that left our first iTunes review. Yes, and big props to <laughs> the people who came up with the segment called... Yes! <laughs> so, props to us? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hooray for us. How did that start? I just started guessing, I think. Yeah, it started with you, and then I joined in on the fun. Oh, because you don't see the title during the episode, so did I just randomly try to guess it? Yeah, yeah, because we were so spoiler-free, we didn't know the title beforehand. That was... Yeah. We came to spoiler, the... Spoiler, con- I forgot about that. We came to the conclusion <laughs> that the title spoiled the fun of the episode, and we arrived at this conclusion shortly after the episode, What Kate Did. That is why we have the organ sounds. Is it? Yeah. I would be curious to go back and hear the very first organ sound and what context it was used. Yeah, it's probably something like this. You're probably right. Yeah. I don't know. Well, anyway, enough gas talk. More, <laughs> more lost talk. More lost talk. Let's guess the title. <laughs> Please. So what do you have? What do I have? What do I have? What, hey, that sounds like a, a good line to use in a restaurant. What, what do you have? What do you have? Yeah, yeah, we should open it downtown in Atlanta. That sounds like a good idea. It don't go well. Um, how about flirting with Rose? <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> Which Jack seems to be pretty good at. Well, he didn't really flirt with Rose. We got to talk about that. I think we'll get to it. I, uh, you, you and I, you and I have different interpretations of how Bernard meant that. Oh, okay. How about finish what you started? The very last line of the show. They're not above doing that, so that is a valid guess. Uh, I wish you believed me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Does that hit home, Brian? Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that, too. I'm just... This episode was so gut-wrenching that a lesser man would have cried <laughs> twice. <laughs> I'm thinking possibly the alternate candidate. 
The alternate candidate. All right, that's yeah. good. I like it. Or smoke on the water. I see. I had smoke in the water as my title guess. Smoke in the water. Smoke in the water. Fire smoke in the just sky. Dissipates in the water. So yeah. That's why people thought that water was his weakness. <laughs> kind of like kryptonite is to Superman. Yeah, that's his kryptonite. Push him in the water. And that that would make an island the perfect place to imprison him. Then you could stab him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. surrounded by water. Excellent. How about um, Saeed is the bomb? Oh, no, too soon. I'm sorry. Too soon. I'm sorry. I didn't really mean that in a bad way. He is the bomb. He changed this episode. Yeah. But he also took sure. the bomb. Mm, yes. I, I, I don't Come know. On, what's your final uh, title? I'm guess? just going for the alternate candidate. The alternate like that. candidate. The candidate. A new candidate. Return of the candidate. <laughs> the candidate strikes back. Ooh, what did you have? Attack of the candidates. <laughs> Revenge of the Candidates. Any number of titles. The Phantom Candidate. Add to the Candidate. Candidate uh, recovered. Candidate remixed. <laughs> candidate revisited. Reloaded. Reloaded. <laughs> what does Brian think? Well, I mean, for some reason, when it came time for me to make my title guess, I, I thought back to the, the uh, television serials of... Uh, I don't, I don't even know when this occurred. The early 1940s, like Buck Rogers, stuff like that. Ooh, the Lone uh, Ranger? Yeah, stuff like that that, uh, that Star Wars really drew inspiration from. And I feel like that the writers were influenced by Star Wars in some ways. So I thought, okay, I'll go back to these early television serials and I'll think of a title that kind of matches that tone. So that said, I thought Return to Hydra Island mm-hmm. sounded kind of like it might might fit that, that mold. It does. But um, ultimately, uh, the title that I concluded as my guess is Misery Loves Company. Wow. Misery Loves Company. That's uh, some good insight. I did it for a very personal reason that we'll talk about later, but... Oh, I can't wait for this. Yeah. But that's my title guess. Maybe I can give you some therapy afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Me give therapy? (laughs) So was that your only title guess? Well, those are my two. And okay. I settled on Misery Loves Company. I had something uh, that was like a pun involving Doc, D-O-C, and then Doc, D-O-C-K, but that didn't really pan out the way I wanted it to. Uh, and I'm sure we have submissions from the listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, first up is a uh, title guest from Carcinogeny. Oh, it was in the chat box. And she says, and then there were six. No, five. No, three. What? <laughs> uh, referring, uh, of course, to the candidates. Oh, please stop. Uh, then she says the candidate, uh, with or without the S, she's not sure. Hmm, that's similar to mine. You can't steal mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people people have guessed the same as you before. You yeah. do not own the candidate. <laughs> Sadly, you're right. Uh, let's see. It's, um... Then, then she thought maybe something about being a trap, like Mouse Trap, Box Canyon, uh, and then Revelations, which um, kind, kind of has that biblical feel that seems up the writer's alley. Ooh, yeah, true. And then apparently she uh, actually woke up in the middle of the night with title guesses. And no, what? 
I know that will not teach them to stop listening to LU when they fall asleep. <laughs> that, so that doesn't teach her to stop listening. She wants to listen. And wake up in the middle of the night with title guesses. But apparently she did not write them down. All that is remembered is that it was something about being trapped on a submarine. You know, she could have come up with totally off-the-wall title guesses like Anubis, the statue that wasn't there this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. See, that's kind of I weird. guess you could have done that. So. It relates. <laughs> something kind of in the same vein as Eggtown. The man who rode the bicycle in New York who wasn't on the island when the bomb went off. <laughs> But he worked for Dharma Initiative anyway. Yeah, that's a long title. Isn't it? He left the island sometime in the 1970s. <laughs> yes, no. No, let's not oh. do that. Wake but, up, Carson Jenny. But on a final note, Carson Jenny wanted to say that getting in the C-Box after the episode was awesome. Uh, wow. And that other LU listeners who may or may not have explored the chat box option should check it out. Yeah, in fact, um, during the episode... It's not like there's a whole lot of chat going on because obviously we're People paying are attention the episode. To, to the greatest show on TV. Absolutely. However, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Immediately after, it gets a little bit busy. There's some people. It was like if it, you want to have good, clean, spoiler-free chat, that is, I hear, the prime venue for that. Well, also, it was a good therapy after the episode. People were crying on each other's shoulders. We just went in there for a good word of encouragement. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, see, I didn't get to join this week because I had to work. Yeah. We were all sad, but we all consoled each other. I I was all alone. <laughs> you were. I'm sorry. Actually, this brings up an interesting point. To interesting to me, not to anyone else. So forgive oh, okay. me, everyone else. The last time I missed a live episode was in season three. And by chance, it was The Brig. Oh. And I feel that that episode in terms of raw emotion, had not been surpassed until this week. Ooh. So I, I feel like maybe maybe that's, the, maybe that's the pattern. That's the sign. I missed the episode, and then it's incredibly emotional and hard to watch. And that's happened twice. Yes, the past two times. Yeah, the brig was still a different kind of emotion for me. Yeah, it definitely was. It wasn't... It wasn't this, this almost bittersweet. It was bittersweet. It wasn't this, this. Uh, this was like onset total of loss. depression. Yeah, yeah. This was, it was like, like this. Hard to watch for different reasons. But uh, sorry for hijacking your email. Only three episodes left. Everybody, check out the chat box. Yeah. Let it be known. A good place to fellowship. Oh, you know what I was gonna guess. I had a, I had a title guess. What based on Lord of the Rings? No, oh, no I've never read fellowship. those books. So, what was your title guess? I was gonna guess "Blood on Sawyer's Hands," <laughs> because when you really look at it, it's his fault. Oh, so that so their blood is on his hands, and I'm curious if they're going to, uh, you know, deal with that in future episodes. That hey, dude, you didn't listen to me, and because of it, Frank Said Son and Jin died. Well, did Jack have Locke's blood on his hands because of surgery? Yeah, you may. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I hope he was wearing gloves. <laughs> so maybe not directly, but. Yeah. Okay, then blood on Jack's surgically covered hands by latex. That's another one of those long guests you're doing earlier. Yeah, that Carson and Jenny dreams about. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, yeah, get in the C-Box. Thank you, Carson and Jenny. Yes, thank you very much. Next up, we have an audio title guess. Okay. And who might that be from, Christopher? Uh, let's see. It uh, looks like it's Chris. Hurley's Dharma Beer Bud. Clyde. <laughs> Hurley's Dharma Beer Bud? Yes. Okay. Is that Harley? Hurley. Hurley's Drama? Is, is that Dargus? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bear Bud? <laughs> Hey guys, this is uh, Hurley's Dharma Beer Bud. What a great episode. And um, this title guessing thing is getting really difficult. Um, we had, uh, I had one guess, and my guess is um, Job Undone. Something to that effect. Somehow Locke was um, recognized that his job was not complete at the end as if he felt the fact that his candidates were still alive. So, um, job undone. That's my title guess. And I, I'm not sure my heart can take this much action. Uh, I think I'm a, um, my heart needs a little um, break from all this um, action going on. Anyway, that's it. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> oh. oh, job undone. Now, I'm reading a little too much into this. Okay. But he says it's getting harder. Yes. I want to ask a question. It is difficult to watch. When has it ever been easy to guess the title? <laughs> oh, guessing the title? Yeah. There have been some weeks where it was fairly easy. Yeah. Lighthouse comes to mind. He's saying it's gotten well, harder as time goes on. Now, what was that week that everyone literally guessed it? I, I forget which week that was. Everybody loves... Was it Was it Lighthouse? Hugo? No, there was one week where it was oh. Sundown... Lighthouse, one of those. Dr. Linus. I'm just going to start naming episodes at this point. All the best cowboys have daddy issues. The substitute. No. No, well. I think Lighthouse. It feels like it was Lighthouse. Yeah. A lot of people got Everybody Loves Hugo, though, too. True. True. So, sometimes they're a little more elusive. We were spoiled on this one, though. It's like, ah, we both know this title. Ah. Yeah. And we could not guess, but the <laughs> listeners did. <laughs> thank goodness. Okay. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, uh, Harry's Drama Bear Bud. Thank you. Hurley. Hurley? Harley. Harley? Hurley kills? <laughs> Does Hurley drive a Harley? Hurley's Dharma Beer Bud. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> you are a gentleman and a scholar. Wow. I'm just filling air at this point. <laughs> Who's up next? Uh, ICLTN writes in. I want to know the title. Uh, okay. What does she have to say, Chris? ICLTN says, Brian and Chris, wow, what an episode we had this week. Sounds like she's echoing Hurley's Dharma Beer Buds sentiments. Dude, this episode was ill. <laughs> Do the kids say ill these days? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Do Ill. they still say bad for good? I think bad just means bad. Anymore? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not up to date on the uh, the lingo. Then maybe spoiled means good now. <laughs> I, <laughs> Wouldn't I, take it that far. I, huh? hope, I hope not. <laughs> she says, we missed you in the sea box, Brian. Oh. I missed the sea box as well. Wow. Hope you didn't have to wait too long to watch the episode. I had to wait approximately 15 hours. I was let it be known typing in the C box uh, while the episode was airing. Yes, right, right before the episode sh- was to air, I typed in the C box. Brian is having a fit right about now. That's true. I was, <laughs> I, I considered quitting at that moment. Like, dude, 
I, 15 minutes. I can get home in 15 minutes and watch the show. And Molten wanted to know why you didn't blow your place of employment up. It's a good question. Set it on fire. Oh, excellent. I said he couldn't do that. I didn't. <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as to say as I couldn't, but I did not. I chose not to take that path. So you waited 15 hours? 15 hours. Okay, not too bad. No, that was a rough 15 hours, though. Well, she continues by saying that she can't believe three main characters went down in one blow. I think you're forgetting the most important character of all that yeah. died. Jin. <laughs> because I'm assuming she meant Frank, Saeed, and Son. No? You yeah. think she meant Sun Jin and Saeed? I don't know. Three main characters. I... Maybe she's missing Frank. Does yeah. she not consider Frank main one? Maybe. Maybe that's it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how you feel about that, because I know you're still personally mourning the loss of Frank. I, I like Frank. He's, you know, he's a person that... He was a classy guy. I aspire to look like. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he's a like, ruggedly handsome man, somebody yeah. called him once. I, I guess I don't you know could who. say that. Um, he, had, he had, like, the best non-Sawyer one-liners. Yeah. I guess we're not going to Guam. It's still <laughs> up there in my book. She says, we are indeed in the dark final chapter, as Brian, you have called it. Nailed it. I have a few title guesses this week, and I am happily spoiler-free for the remainder of the season. Hooray! Excellent. Except for the finale title. Boo! Oh, come on. <laughs> Well, <laughs> she says that her guesses are The Candidate. Mm, okay. Generic, she knows, but there is a lot of emphasis on it this week. And the great moment when Jack X told Locke X he was a candidate. Which... For surgery. That for was, surgery. That was mean. At that. that was just <laughs> cruel by the writers. It was. You're a candidate. No, that's just like, that was pulling at my heartstrings, personally. I don't know how other people felt. I want to say candidate I, for title like her, but... I think you're a candidate. It's like, ah, you would have been the best candidate. (laughs) And the sacrifice, because Saeed sacrificed himself to get rid of the bomb? Yes. And Jen sacrificed himself to stay with Sun. Till the end. Yeah, yeah, he did that. And final title guess, blood on my sub. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, perfect. I like it when she says blood. You like when everybody says blood. You know, it's strange because you would think I would be a sick, twisted individual. I don't really like hearing people say blood. I don't like seeing blood. So I hear you do like blood. How come I go bananas when I... That's why you're currently employed at a blood bank. What is ironic, though? Listeners, sidebar here. Don't. Chris can't hear me. I'm in editing right now. La, la, la. I think Chris is a vampire. Don't tell him I told you. Or a hissing cockroach. Are you done editing? Yes, I'm done editing. <laughs> My father was a vampire. Used a reoccurring line every time we'd watch either an old western or a um, an army movie, military movie. Yes. Whenever a good fight scene would ensue, my father would hurrah by saying, "Blood and guts! Blood and guts!" Wow. The first time I saw him, I was like, whoa! <laughs> I was kind of put off, but it kind of made this. Very hostile environment on TV. Very acceptable. Really? You know, and that's fr- some, friendly. That, that somehow lightened the mood. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, oh, my dad's got me safe here, and we're joking about it. Ah, oh, this is a great movie. <laughs> so anytime a movie would come on, and my mom would say, oh, we can't watch that. My dad would say, why? A lot of blood and guts. <laughs> blood and guts just just became a scene. <laughs> just became a line. I swear you got blood on my hands. You have so blood and guts. I did not even plan this, you know, celebratory blood on my hands thing. But You didn't plan it, but it just happened. That doesn't mean there's not a connection there. Well, let me finish up ICLTN. She says, uh, also, can I just say, I'm totally a Jack fan now. I'll allow it. He has been getting better and better this season. I don't know how it's possible to get better than awesome, but he has, <laughs> unbelievably. So I, I'm on board with this statement. And she says, and that moment when he shoved Mock Lock no. into the water yeah. and started taking on the goons, he had me cheering. Go, Jack. Yeah, you, yeah. Were you cheering Go Jack I, whenever I, she... I didn't cheer Go Jack. <laughs> but uh, I, I was incredibly pumped at that moment where uh, where Mocklock's like, oh, whoever told you not to leave the island didn't know what they were talking about. And Jack turns to him and says, John Locke told me not to leave the island. It's like, what? That's, that's like the quintessential cool action star moment. How are they going <laughs> to top that? Yay, go Jack! Go Locke. Is what she says. Go go somebody acknowledging the fact that Mock Locke is not actually Locke, but in fact, the Locke form of Locke. Locke is superior. Yes. It's, it's all stated, you know. Locke is superior, and you're not Locke. So maybe that's why I was so excited by that, but it was, <laughs> it was a cool scene. I agree. She can't wait to see the last few episodes and what they have in store. She will be on the edge of her seat. Dude, from here on out where, after tonight. Where do we go from here? That's the question. It feels like they have played all their cards. No. It's, it's, like, it's like build the, up. The whole season was building up to this moment like, okay, well, Mocklock is recruiting people and he's going to leave the island. It's like, well, okay, he's not actually leaving the island. He's trying to kill them and he killed like half of the cast. Yeah. We have three episodes. How, where how, where do we go from here? He can't kill him directly, though. He cannot. It is against the rules. Hmm. Go Jack. <laughs> Go Jack. Thank you, ICLTN. And some more title guesses here. Wow, I forget. We're just kind of in a title guess <laughs> mode here. We need to push that along. I want to know the title. Um, submission from Guitarchitect. Yes, Guitarchitect says... What does he have to say, Brian? Chris and Brian. Guitarchitect here. <laughs> My guess comes from Saeed's final heroic words. It's going to be you. Oh, Awesome. Thanks. Can't wait for the backlogged episodes of Lost and Locked. Oh, yeah. those that aren't haven't been released on iTunes in a timely manner. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. All right, now Mr. Bungle writes in, and he says, Afternoon, chaps. So here I am, once again, uh, sticking my email face into the G the T fan. So here is this week's short list. We have dive, dive, dive. <laughs> Was that spoken? I think so, in the submarine. Okay. Then we have the soggy smoke monster. Oh, how apropos. Yes. And then a hot sub to go. Yeah, you, you, see, you see what I did there? <laughs> a hot sub to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's, what did he do there? It's actually quite good, yeah. I'll I like have it. a hot sub to go, please. I like it. 
actually that it's Subway. And then he guesses. I don't, I don't, you know, they give the option, like, do you want your sub toasted? And I'm like, no, that's gross. Why would I want a hot sub? Um, Quiznos does a pretty good job. Yeah, well, yeah, well, Subway is aping Quiznos. The Quiznos started with their toasted sub. Yeah. And uh, Subway's like, okay, well, we can do it too. But <laughs> prime, I, prime rib? It feels like. Good stuff. I mean, I had a toasted sub one time, and it felt like I was eating a sub on stale bread. Ooh, what what was the meat? Uh, it was like a it's like a, a meatball sub, I think, oh, or something like that. What? No, you don't toast bread on a meatball sub. Do you not? Is no. there is there a proper protocol for when it to there and when not etiquette. to? Yes. I see. Nobody told me. The Prime subway rib? guy didn't tell me. Toast that. But see, I don't. I don't know if I believe you because the meatballs weren't the problem. The problem was the bread. It, it's like it's, it's like oh day old bread. We, we got to take us to a new level here. This conversation. What level would that be? Food. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we must discuss this. You know. We'll talk about it off air. I'll you, he, you'll you'll tell me the proper time to get a, a toasted sub and when to not. Anyone listening want to join us for a conversation at a said sub place? Please feel free. <laughs> Are we? Is this week's show brought to you by Subway? No. Is that why you're drinking that uh, Subway cup soda? No. No. I mean, you're wearing a Subway hat? No. <laughs> and you commute to work by riding the Subway? <laughs> uh, that was a subpar comment. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. Uh, next title guess is Underwater Carnage. Whoa. Actually, that's... no, no, scratch that one. Oh, good. <laughs> because it sounds like a bad Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> Does. <laughs> not, that, not that there's any other kind of Steven, Steven Skull movie, but I digress. <laughs> Good thing this is not the Steven Seagal Unlocked podcast. Yes. <laughs> but his guess for what is already being referred to as Season 6, Episode 14, yes. is The Chosen Few-er. Whoa. The chosen fewer. Fewer. Because the candidates have been somewhat reduced in number. And it sounds <laughs> tidally and sound mighty. <laughs> there they are. There's those words. The, the beautiful thing here that, that does not translate into audio one bit is that he, here in the email copy, he has clearly copyrighted the terms tidally and sound mighty. <laughs> yes, he has. <laughs> Got a copyright symbol and everything. <laughs> It's, uh, apparently, it's copyright to Mr. Bungle 2010. Can you copyright him to a fake name? Who's to say that's a fake name? Oh, it could be his real name. Yeah, you're you're insulting him at this point. <laughs> I'm what, not meaning it as what, an insult. What a ridiculous name. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, oh well. Anyway, he has a, a few quick more things to say. He says there have been there was quite a lot to take on board in that episode, so... There will be no further sorted musings until I get a chance to watch it again. Oh, it's worth another watch. It is. I watched it twice already. I'm going to watch it later tonight. Keep the hankies available. (laughs) (laughs) One thing is odd, though. I felt worse about the demise of Frank than I did Saeed, Sun, and Jin. Even though those three characters have been with the show since the start. You know what? I kind of felt the same way. Did you... Yeah, because maybe we feel that Sun and Jen and Saeed have come to the fruition of their purpose. Yeah, Frank kind of he kind of reeks of wasted wasted potential in some ways. Yeah, like oh, Frank. He Frank could've... needed more purpose and was taken out too early. 
and they they had they had uh, heroic and fitting deaths. And I, I guess part of it is I felt oh. guilty because I didn't realize it until after the episode. Like, the episode, the credits were rolling. I was like, wait, did Frank? Frank didn't make it off the sub. Oh, man. <laughs> Frank. I, well, he's, his was, not that the others weren't tragic, but his was more of a tragedy. <laughs> his was like lock-level tragedy. Oh. He got killed by a door. <laughs> yeah. That's embarrassing, too. It's like, sides like, I'm going to run off of this bomb. I'm going to have this heroic death. You know, it's it's almost like the writer said, "Oh, we don't have any use for Frank anymore. How can we kill him off?" Well, let's see. We we can't. There's no lover he can kill himself for. Uh, hey, he could run off with the bomb. No, Carl no, says, we, no. Saeed's doing, doing that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let's just. We could have Ben strangle him, but Ben's on the other side of the island right now. And they say, "Wait, let's have him get stung by a bee on the island. He's allergic to bee stings." And he says, no, we need something more dramatic. A little more dramatic. Just a just little bit above a that. A door hits him in the sub. Okay, that's perfect. Although he, he, I guess he did have his last hurrah. Like, t- like commandeering the sub, playing a role in that. It, 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 felt, it felt very, very frank. He had some... Let's see what I did there. Yeah, he, oh, very good. <laughs> he had some good lines. And I, uh, even though I still am adamant that he looked better with a goatee. Facial hair, Frank, is by far superior. Yes. But yeah. I will miss Frank. He will be missed. Hopefully he'll he'll resurface. <laughs> so, in the yeah, sideways I understand him feeling worse about Frank than with Saeed's son and Jim. Uh, let's see. I think maybe I just think that they had run their course, and like a wounded animal, it's better to put them out of their misery. That's what Mr. Bungle says. Aw. Uh. However, I would just like to state that trapping them and drowning the uh, drown wait, sorry, I, I butchered that severely. However, I would also like to state that trapping and drowning a wounded animal in a sinking submarine is just cruel. So just a disclaimer <laughs> there. Uh, Mr. Bungle does not condone the drowning of wounded animals. Oh. So thank you for making that clear, sir. So uh let's see. The chosen fewer. It's his last title guess. Yes. The Chosen Fewer. Okay. Some interesting titles. Yep, 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 yep. So are we ready to reveal the actual title of this episode? Oh, yes. I want to know what the actual title is. So, Brian, uh, look up the title. And the title of Season 6, Episode 14 is... Yes. The Candidate. Oh! Really? I'll be, I'll be Monkey Jungle. (laughs) So, are you celebrating on the behalf of Carcinogeny and ICLTN? Yes. Because they got the title right. And partially me. (laughs) I got the word the and the word candidate. You you threw in another word. I inserted some stuff. The alternate candidate. Yeah. So is is that your is that your new strategy now? You plan to string together a bunch of words, and if one of those words happens to be in the title, I think the next title will have a, the letters A B C D E F G H I J K L M P Q R S T V O X Y Z. I think I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make my title guess for the next episode right now. Yeah. I'm gonna guess it's the A Island Final Death Demise <laughs> Sacrifice. Oh, come on. I did say the alternate candidate. Okay, so all right. I'm not saying I was 100% right. You didn't nail it, but you, right. you were on I the were right path. close. You got, you got cocky. You embellished it too much. However, let's celebrate 
the people that did get it right. So do we have the Rocky Victory music? <laughs> no? No. Do we not have the listeners right theme song? I do not have the listeners are right. I'm sorry about that. Can you we... were right! Yes, you win! Black smoke in a bottle and weird island eerie sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most inappropriate sound effect you could have chosen. Yeah, that usually happens. <laughs> you know, these don't have labels on them, uh, which I guess they need. What's, what's this one? Oh. All right. Wow. Well, sir, are we ready to unlock Lost? <sighs> like nobody's business. Are you ready? Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> Okay, for uh, those listening at home, I have just tricked Chris into surpassing the Lost in 15 segment, <laughs> so now I don't have to play along. And for those that are hearing now, I have just tricked Brian by playing the Unlocking Lost sound that we have not played what? in a long time. That's what? right. Uh, we have a new sound. Do we? Yes. Uh, well... What does that mean exactly? <laughs> because I can't, I can't skip the segment on my own, but I can influence you and trick you into skipping the segment. I just tricked you by playing the wrong sound. See, I wanted you to play the wrong sound because actually my plan took that into consideration. And I time traveled back to the 1970s to when you were a young child. Uh, and? I, I don't, I'm just spinning my wheels now. I, I'm going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let's recap! Lost in 15 seconds. The segment that once the series is over... It'll be gone. You can listen to over and over maybe in we a mere can, matter maybe, of minutes. Maybe we should promote it like I assume they, they're promoting the show. Only three more Lost in 15s left until the shocking finale. <laughs> Whoa. Well, this finale, which is two and a half hours. Ooh, yeah, we should. We, we didn't mention that yet, but uh, yeah. yes, the, the finale will be two and a half hours now, apparently. So it's going to be feature movie length. Well, will that be fifteen or thirty seconds? Do we need to extend it? And make an well, exception. To, to be fair, I have done the season in fifteen, so I think whoever happens to get the finale can handle it in fifteen seconds. Wow! Who will that be? This week's me. You, oh. me, you! Oh no! What am I gonna do? So, best of luck, Chris. Okay. So, Brian is going to recap this week's episode The Alternate Candidate. The Candidate. The, candid the, the Island the, Candidate. The, uh, the Off Island Candidate. The Mandarian Candidate. <laughs> the Candidate. In 15 seconds. I'm ready. Are you ready to salivate at the wit? No, no. That Brian will display. No, no. That's once he lower lower the bar, <laughs> lower the bar a little bit. Once he wows and amazes you with his astounding <sighs> skills of recapping a whole hour's worth of extremely. I'm gonna get you back next. Week. Complex dialogue. It'll come back around in words that are hard for me to explain. <laughs> uh, what is perfection? Yes. Brian, recapping in 15 I'll, I'll seconds. I'll take potent potables for 500. <laughs> All right. You ready? We're up to it? Yeah, let's go. Okay, let's do it. Jack thinks Locke is a candidate for surgery, but Locke declines. 
On the island, Mocklock tricks the candidates to board a sub with some C4, resulting in the deaths of Frank, Saeed, Jin, and Son. Tears are shed as Mocklock says he's going to finish what he has started. Excellent. Very succinct. That's what I was aiming for, so thank you very much. Succinctness? Yes. Uh, you did it. <laughs> very nice. A lot of death there. Where's my tissue? Somebody once said that this place was death. The studio? The island. Oh. Yeah, it's turning into that, isn't Although, it? yeah, the realtor that sold the studio did say that uh, <laughs> some kind of homicide. This studio is know. death. <laughs> well, right. good job on the candidate, Brian. Are we ready to play the real recap bumper music? Sure, yes. Okay. Let's go. The candidate. You see? Yes. I played the real one this time. Okay, you got me. <laughs> you got me. Pretty sneaky, Chris. <laughs> oh, right. flirting with Rose. Where do we start? Well, oh, the candidate. Yeah. It, it opens up, and Locke is awakening from surgery. Oh. And Jack is there. Is he on island? This is off the island. This is in the sideways universe. So Locke comes to from surgery, and uh, he's like, oh, dude, oh, what happened? What is, what's going on? And Jack says, well, you were run down by a car, but, you know, we just performed surgery. You were going to be fine. And uh, he says, you know, we, 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 we actually met last week. We were on the same flight. Um, do you mind if I ask you uh, what happened to you originally? How did you end up in this wheelchair? And Locke says, I, well, what, why do you ask? What does that have to do with anything? And Jack says, well, I think you might be a candidate. Oh, title right there. For this new procedure yes. that, uh, that we're developing. And I think I, think I can uh, re- restore you to your previous state. Yeah, Jack's still fixing in the alt-verse. Yes. He, Fix broken things. That, that is his constant. He is always doing that. Ah. He's, he's, he even says, I think I can fix you. Yes. But Locke, he declines. He says, no, I... I would. I just. I'd rather not. And before Jack can push any further and find out what the deal is, Helen enters the room, and uh, she kisses Locke and thanks Jack. Like, oh, thank you for saving him. Yeah. And we go to the island. And you know we don't know why Locke is declining. Not yet. I, at that I'm, point, at that point, I had some guesses. Yeah. That it had something to do with this breakthrough moment that he had at the end of the substitute with Helen. That he just wanted to to move on with his life and forget about it, and he, he didn't want to have to to put anything into false hope that he will that he'd ever improve. So yeah, that's what I thought at the time. At the but time, by the end of the episode, we have a new spin on it. We have a definitely new spin. Back on the island, we see that uh, Jack wakes up sleeping in a boat. And there's Zombie Saeed. Wake up, Jack. Yes. <laughs> and uh, emotionless Saeed. He is and an emotional void. We, uh, then they're on Hydra Island. Welcome to Hydra Island. So, <laughs> they have, I guess, traveled from the main island to the Hydra Island. I really appreciate that they, that they just picked up there. Yeah, that was confusing. Was it confusing? To me, it was. Initially, it's like, 
what what what's going on? It took a, a second for me to grasp it, but when Side said "Welcome to Hydra Island," I, you know, I just made the jump that okay, I guess they they brought him there. Yeah, I was wondering how did he get there. So they really covered a lot of ground in this episode. And <laughs> what what in the past would have taken several episodes to to get get on the outrigger and paddle to the Hydra Island and make a plan. They 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 literally were just rapid fire like okay we're at the hydra island we we freed the others we went to the plane oh the plane's no good we go to the sub <laughs> and then jack takes a nap and wakes up we choose to, we choose to go the subway and they say jack you missed black smoke's funeral just like that <laughs> <laughs> no we're just kidding <laughs> jack the war's over hurley's the new jacob <laughs> you missed a lot you were um, <laughs> you were out for 30 years true a, a modern day Rip Van Winkle. Lost again. <laughs> well, after Saeed welcomes Jack to Hydra Island, we know that's where they are now. We see Whitmore's croonies setting up more barriers. Is croonies a word? <laughs> croonies? I thought it was like cronies. I'm saying croonies. Okay, croonies. That's... They're worse than cronies. Are, okay, all right, they're... <laughs> They're they're the the evolved form of cronies. They you are start cronies. out as a crony and then you get promoted to crony after you've proven yourself. Once you die as a crony, you become a goonie. Oh, <laughs> and you search for a treasure or something. <laughs> uh, we see that Widmore's gang is walking on uh, sunshine. Sawyer, Kate, uh, Hurley. Yeah. To the cages. Claire. Claire. Son. Son and Jen. Everyone. And then there's Maud. Except Jack. Maud's nowhere. Ah, poor Maud. She didn't make it. The cages. What did you think when you saw those? (laughs) Did you immediately think, oh, Sawyer is hating this? I thought return to Hydra Island. They're they're trying to recapture the magic that was the beginning of season three. I was thinking, I can't believe they're doing this again. Really? Well, I could see why you'd be hesitant at first. Like, oh no, they're going to spend the rest of the series in cages. <laughs> uh, they haven't got very far. Last time they were in the cages for six episodes. Oh. Which I thought were fabulous in their own right, but... Sawyer was... A little put out. He was understandably hesitant. Like, "Ah, I don't want to, I don't want to push a button for fish biscuit. And the guy behind Sawyer egging him on at gunpoint, Sawyer had been pushed by the barrel of that gun one, two, many times. And with, with ease, he just turned around and grabbed the gun. Looked like it didn't even take any effort. Just yeah, turn well, and grab the gun. Stop it. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, uh, it's understandable because they did establish that these aren't mercenaries. Woodmore brought on a team of scientists. Ah, uh, so that, they're easily that, that really have no right toting guns. They're easily overtaken. Then I guess I guess he went the mercenary right the mercenary route last time, but yeah. he kind of got burned on that. Well, after Sawyer takes the gun and he says he's had enough, I thought, oh, I thought the uh, anyone else there. It was a Widmore fan. Could shoot Sawyer. But no, it looked like there started to be a little bit of a standoff. Well, yeah, because they need him. Yeah, till Witty showed up. <laughs> He's down there with the people. I like it. He's not just commanding them from up above. Yeah, and he walks up to Kate and kind of barters with Sawyer, saying that he can kill Kate. 
because Kate is not a candidate. Dude, yes, Widmore used to be a soldier. I forgot that he knows how to handle a gun. Ooh. I mean, I, I guess I can't say he was a soldier, but he was on the island, he had a gun, he was a military garb. Soldier. Hmm. So, Widmore... Soldier brother. ...plays against Sawyer, and, uh... He says, I don't need her, she's not a candidate. Sawyer, he's seen the list, so he knows that he knows Widmore's not bluffing. He knows her off, yep. So that, actually, that confirms that she, her name was on the wall. There was a little bit of debate okay. back... Back when Lighthouse aired, people were like, not Lighthouse, but The Substitute. People were like, I, I didn't see Austin. And then this other guy in the chat box was like, no, man, it was there. I saw it. I just don't have any photographic evidence. So, confirmation. It has been confirmed. Her name is there. And crossed off. Yes. So they locked them up. And Widmore, again... I, this is part of the, the series that's either brilliant or makes me mad. <laughs> is it the backstabbing? It just really upsets you. It's this part where Widmore says, he's doing it for their own good. Is that the truth? Is that the whole truth? Is, that every man is for himself? Is Fake Lock doing stuff is for... He doing recon? Their own good? Is Jacob doing it for their good? Who's really doing it for what good? I, I assume that even Jacob. At first, I thought Jacob is this higher power... He, he he has the best interest of everyone in mind, but it, it, it seems like everyone is somewhat selfish, even Jacob. I I mean mm. I know I know that's somewhat controversial to say after Abiturno, but it did seem that way. Like I keep bringing people here and they die. I'm trying to prove this guy wrong. <laughs> so so Jacob has uh, the blood of many on his hands. Yes, he does for entertainment or just purposes on proving his point. And we've discussed this before. Yes. You know, it seems kind of cruel. Maybe a little bit. But we don't know the overall picture. But this Widmore line, you know, he's doing it for their own good. It seems as if he's doing it for his own good. At least, fake lock seems to make it look like so. But uh, Sawyer... I mean, but he was... Yeah. I mean, after the episode's over, it did seem like he was protecting them from... Mocklock. It's like maybe maybe Widmore knows that okay he's going to try to kill you, so I need to I need to keep you captive on the island. Aha, uh-huh. yeah. Because I need I need you I need you alive need in you order to alive. have my plan be carried out. Even if it takes killing Kate. Yeah, because yeah, I mean apparently I've seen Widmore on the message boards and he doesn't care for Kate. <laughs> he, he's board. one of those guys. <laughs> oh, kill Kate! Rah! You're not wearing that dress Mr. Friendly gave you, so I don't care. Rubble, rubble, rubble. <laughs> but uh, they get put in the cages, and I think Sawyer and Kate talk about, you know, things going full circle. Yes. And oh, we're back here again. I, I, I do I do appreciate that they acknowledge that. Yeah. Oh, do you? <laughs> I do. I do. It's like, oh, so we're going in circles. But this time, the gun was to your head. <laughs> Like okay, that that does okay. That makes it acceptable. I approve. The next scene, I mm, I'm not sure how I feel about Brian. Who do we who do we see on the uh, this flash sideways? Okay, well we have Doctor Jack Shepard. Maybe you've heard of him. Okay. He is a doctor, and he enters a dentist's office where we yeah. see our old buddy Bernard. Bernie, Bernard. Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> Bernard is he's what's he doing? He's making a mold. He's drilling some. Fake teeth? I don't really know. 
Or the black smoke He's monster. doing dentistry work. The black smoke doesn't really have teeth. He needs this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he's oh. making a mold. No, real, I, I know a, a Bernard. A Bernard? And that's how you pronounce his name. Is that, does he spell it Bernard? Or, yes. Or Bernard? It looks like Bernard. It's spelled the same way. Yeah. It's spelled exactly the same, but he chooses to pronounce it differently. I think so. Well, from this day forth, uh, you can refer to me as Brian. Brian. Oh. <laughs> How about Brion? Brion. It's French. Brion. Brion. Bring it on, Brion. So anyway, Bernard is doing some work. And Jack walks in and says, oh. I had no, I, you know, nobody was here. I heard the drill, so I just, I walked back here. I helped myself. And Bernard says, oh, okay. You you can call me Bernard if you're not a if you're not a patient. Yeah. And Jack introduces himself. He says, "Well, I'm Doctor Jack Shepard. You can call me Doctor Shepard." And I want your records. Give them to me now. Yes, I need your patient file for a uh, Mister John Locke. And um, and Bernard says, "Well, why do you, why do you need why do you need those? What <laughs> what is the deal?" And Jack says, "Well, he was on my plane actually last week." And Bernard. He instantly he says, Oceanic 815. And Jack gives him this look. He says, how do you know? And Bernard Bernard tells him, I was on the plane too. In fact, if I recall correctly, I saw you flirting with my wife when I was in the bathroom. (laughs) Ouch! So go ahead, Chris. Do your rant. How do you feel about this? Bernard never smiled, winked, elbowed, or said, gotcha. So you think he was really... Getting on to Jack? So, so he's not a, he's not like a 1950s style comedian, but your style of flirting is very strange. I, see, I, Bernard. I mean, <laughs> I mean, not that we should get bogged down by this because ultimately it doesn't matter. But I thought I thought he was joking. I thought he just had this really dry delivery, like, "Oh, I saw you flirting with my wife when I came back from the bathroom." Because they don't they don't address it. They don't talk about it further. They move on. Uh, Jack. He goes into a blinking fit. <laughs> yeah, I hope uh, Bernard was uh, had humorous intent on that. I Maybe th- I thought dry. he did. I thought he just had that dry delivery. That's how I got it. That's what I get for not keeping my eyes on the screen. I mean, every second, maybe. I don't know. Again, maybe. There's no laugh though. Nothing audible. <laughs> you flirted my wife. <laughs> Just kidding. Why would he laugh about that though? Because he's like, not serious. I, he, he, wanted, he wanted to give it. A, I mean, I assume he was joking, but he gave it that serious delivery because if he, I don't know, if he if he laughed, if he if he winked or nudged, it would almost seem like a disrespectful move towards his wife. I th- I almost thought he was using it as leverage. Well, you flirted with my wife, so I'm not giving you any. So records. I'm gonna flirt with your wife. <laughs> no, I'm not giving you the records. No. Oh. That's why I held him back. <laughs> well, Bernard, what kind of a man are you? He is not very professional at all. <laughs> how you're Rambo. He... You're not a dentist. I mean, <laughs> how could he do that? Uh, but no, no. He uh, he says, "Oh, I saw you flirting with my wife, Jack." He's taken aback, and Bernard says, "I know. Weird, isn't it?" And they they kind of share this moment in which they marvel at what are the odds that you and I were on this plane, and so was John Locke, and. We keep crossing paths. And uh, Bernard says, well, you know, Dr. Patient Confidentiality, I can't give you the records. That would be... Or flirting. 
<laughs> that, that would be morally wrong. Yeah. But what I can do mm. is there was this guy with him when he came in for the emergency procedure. He was in the same accident, so I could give you his name. And Jack says, oh, it was three years ago. You, you remember his name? And Bernard says, of course I do. He wrote down Anthony Cooper. Handed Jack the slip of paper. Now, Chris, I have to wonder... When Bernard gave him the slip of paper, did he know about Anthony Cooper's current state post plane crash? Um, we have to guess possibly yes. So this is his uh, revenge for having Jack flirt with his wife. <laughs> I don't know. He, what wasn't, he wasn't flirting with his wife. <laughs> okay. But I don't know. I mean, I, I would think that you know, since the, the the crash essentially turned Cooper into a vegetable, I would I would think that Bernard would be aware of that. But then, if he was, why would he give Jack the name? I think Bernard did some uh, detective work on his own. He did some recon and found some records that he got into, and he's not living by the same standard that he's asking Jack. Oh, I can't give you these records, patient. Doctor confidentiality. And here he broke into someone else's office. And he broke patient <laughs> confidentiality. Bernard, how dare you? I don't buy it. <laughs> but again, let's not get bogged down in okay. unimportant details. That ends that Too flash late. sideways. <laughs> <laughs> On the island! Uh, Saeed is talking to Jack and tells him that Locke, although it's Flock... Why didn't Saeed say flock? <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Mock lock. They mess up. Unlock? F- flock saved you from, and it gets through production and everything. Esau? <laughs> Esau. Lock saved you from a mortar attack. So, what's that supposed to mean now? Jack, you must worship the almighty black smoke monster. He saved your life. Build, Can't you see he cares for you? Build him a statue. <laughs> um, Saeed says, oh, Jack's asking, you know, who all's there? And oddly enough, Saeed says they're all gone, except him, Saeed, Jack, and Flock. Just the three of them. Yes, during the mortar strike, apparently the unimportant red shirt others, including uh, Cindy the flight attendant, and Zach and Emma, they scattered off into the jungle. So now it's just the three stooges. We we assume to never be heard from again. That's what I assume. (laughs) What a life. (laughs) Living on the island. Uh, We've lost our, you know... I don't. I don't Our know. Leader and... I guess we could go back to the temple and uh, try to live there, but I don't know. Our our resurrection pool is kind of dirty. It's <laughs> we have to clean up the bodies. It's yeah. it's a bad scene all around. And who's going to monitor the communication station? It's blown up. <laughs> Locke, fake Locke, walks up, and he's going to rescue them. Jack and Saeed. Locke says they need to uh, go into the island and get his people out and leave before Widmore knows what happened. He's like setting up the plan. Let's get in there. Let's do it quick. Let's get your people out before Widmore knows what hit him. Yes. And Jack, I dug it. Jack says he, he'll help, but they're not. he's not leaving, and they're not his people. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> so... These are more signs. I, I'm glad that we're seeing Jack is not completely on the black smoke train. <laughs> yes, 
that is that He's... is a relief. <laughs> that was that was the fear, wasn't it? Like, yes. oh, I can't believe that Jack is the last recruit, but what? Locke seems concerned about this. That Jack isn't on board, and it seems that Mock Locke has always made it known he needs all of the candidates on board, or this won't work. Yes. For some reason. Although he's lying. We now know. Yeah. Well, he's he wants Jack's help, and he's trying to convince him that, you know, Jack can trust him. Jack says, why should I trust you? Uh, Fake Lock says, well, because I could have killed you at any time, anywhere, or right here. But hey, I care. I want to save you guys. Are you with me? I feel like Jack should have called him out. Like, yeah. go, go ahead. I almost thought that he would have. I welcome it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think that would have been calling his bluff? I, I think, um, you know, the the smoke monster is incredibly deceptive, so he could have weaseled his way out of it. But it would have been nice to see Jack kind of step up and say, you know what, I, I think you're lying. Wouldn't it be something if he did and then not... Fake Lock just tried to make <laughs> he, up something. He, he hung his head in shame. Oh. No, he's just like, well, I don't want to right now. I don't feel like it. And so Jack starts pushing him, hitting him. Come on! <laughs> Come on! Kill me! Kill me, darn it! <laughs> okay, actually, I'm not on board with this idea anymore. This. Oh, I'd like it, to see it, that. It's gone from being like, yeah, that would be cool to... No, 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 you, no, that would be weird now. You've taken no, it too far. No, that would be... I still think it'd be cool. Pushing him, saying, kill me, kill me! And he can't. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Now, that does bring up a question that now that the remaining candidates are aware of Mocklock's plan, how is he going to kill them? How is he going to to deceive them and trick them into killing each other? Yeah. When they're when they're, you know, they're wise like, uh, I don't know. I don't think we're going to do what you tell us to. We're on to you, pretty <laughs> sneaky black smoke monster. <laughs> Well, back in the cages, Sawyer and Kate talking, and uh, this is when Sawyer tells Kate that, yeah, her name was in the cave, and it was crossed out. That's where we get the confirmation. They don't need you. And over in the uh, neighboring cage, Son and Jen are having a private talk in English. Yes. Oh, thank you for saying something. That kind of bugged me. Oh, you too? I, I know. I know I'm nitpicking. Like why should why should this matter? Why should I complain about it? But their it, native tongue. It seems just... weird that you know that, that they their native language is Korean and they just reunited, and they're holding this <sighs> private conversation in English. Yeah, that. I'm glad you caught that too. It bugged me. Well, let's think about this. If they had spoken their native tongue, yes. they could have just as well put subtitles. Sure. So it wouldn't have hurt anything. No. So do you think? What's the meaning here? Is there anything? Or they just chose English so we would understand? They wouldn't have to put subtitles. Or I mean, it's no big deal. I mean, they've never really uh, sidestepped the subtitle thing in the past, with perhaps the exception of um, side flashbacks. Yeah. They, uh, because in the original side flashback, they did this thing where they, they weren't speaking English, and the camera kind of did this move, and it kind of transferred into, okay, well, we want you guys to know that they're actually speaking their native tongue, but... We're going to record it in English because, dude, we, we can't find enough people that are going to memorize their lines in another language. Didn't House of like the Rising Sun thing. have a lot of uh, foreign language in yeah, it? Yeah, quite quite literally, every Sun and Jin-centric episode has been mostly in Korean. Yeah. Even the most recent Sun and Jin episode. What was it called? So Go, the, Chris. What was oh, it called? Uh, 
not Lighthouse. The one after Happily Ever After. Not mm-hmm. not Sundown, not Dr. Linus, but that other one. Yeah? Which Draw, one? I'm drawing a blank. Happily Ever After? Not Abiturno, not, <laughs> not The Last Recruit. Everybody loves Hugo. The one... Uh, we're, we're not really getting anywhere with this. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed. Saying the the deal with uh, speaking English stuck out to me, so I'm glad it did to you. Maybe it's no big deal. But however, they're talking in Gentel's son that he saw pictures of Ji-Yon. And son gives Jin his ring back. So it's it's kind of like they are expressing the end of everything we knew about their story, their life. You know, it's complete. Yes, yes. Um, I, I was, I was said the package. The package. The package. And oh that, yeah, okay. That's yeah. also the one that, that everyone gets. That was kind of a son and Jin. People were like, "Oh, it's the, the package," and we knew beforehand. So that the package. <laughs> the package. Um, anyway, yeah, no. It. I think I think for people who found the son and Jin uh, reunion a bit underwhelming, and I include myself in that from the previous episode. Uh-huh. I feel like this episode more than makes up for it. Okay. Because you have this moment where they're, you know, they're catching up where like, oh, here, you know, your daughter, she's she's with my mother and all this stuff and here's your ring. So I I thought that was I thought it was satisfying after being a bit disappointed by their reunion in the last recruit. I think they more than made up for it this week. I wonder whoever was watching um and our big Sun and Jin fans if they saw this moment and immediately thought, oh no, <laughs> because now everything is reconciled between them. I mean, I almost, I almost feel like death was coming. You, I, I think, I feel like you could argue against that because it seems like the natural conclusion of their arc would be that they're reunited with their daughter. Oh, okay, that's what I assumed. So, so I was still stunned when they still died had some on hope. sub. Yes. Hmm. Well, after. They are talking. Uh, power is instantly killed. Electricity goes down, and uh, everyone's scurrying about. And we know that somehow Fake Lock has done that, because we suddenly hear the black smoke monster. Yes. Monster. Do, we, uh, do you now at this point in the series? Do you feel a little a little bit jaded, like you've? Seen that? You've been there. Like, oh yeah, the monsters are gonna come and throw people about. <laughs> I knew it was coming because we're getting a lot of it of that this year. But yeah. in, in past years, that has been like their big, their big thing. That like, okay, once a year, we're gonna show the smoke monster doing something incredibly cool, and people are gonna, <laughs> you know, have their jaws on the floor. But now it's just such an integral part of the story. Like, okay. And then the smoke monster kills the people at the temple, and then he he kills Woodmore's people. So you don't want any more of that? No, no, no. It's still cool, oh. but I just feel okay. like that they're spoiling us oh. to some extent. Okay. Well, we do get the the sound of the howl. The wind starts blowing. <laughs> yeah. Very eerie situation, and Hurley is like, "Man, we're dead." And black smoke appears right on cue. Starts. <laughs> What's the guy's name? Picks up and slams against the cage and kills him. I don't know if that dude ever had a right proper name. Okay. Well, Kate reaches out for the keys on one of the guys that was slammed by Black Smoke. Can't reach them. But miraculously, Jack appears. Yes. 
and grabs the keys and lets them out. Kate asks him what he's doing there, and Jack says, I'm with him. Oh, yes. Cut to commercial. Probably the best act break we've had in a while. Oh, really? I was like, Whoa, I'm with him? He's our you? <laughs> He's our you? I'm your what? <laughs> you're with him? Kate, you're not supposed to be with Sawyer. <sighs> so we see that uh, they have escaped the cages after we come back from break, and they're heading towards the plane. Jack says he's going to help them get on the plane, but he's not going with them. He's sticking to his guns. Said appears, and the whole gang pulls guns on him. Oh, oh, oh. They're all like, oh, hold up. Wait, wait. It's just Said. Don't worry. He's the one that killed the power. Yes. He's with us. He's... He's are you? With him. <laughs> he's, with, he's with him. So we've got the whole gang yeah. pretty much in one place, with the exception. With the exception. Uh, we're missing Desmond. Ben. Ben. Miles. Richard. Richard. However, this Lock. is... Is this the most we've had them in one place since a couple episodes back, maybe? Uh, well, I mean, I, I think... I feel like you're overlooking the uh, the episode immediately preceding this one. Like, right before it. Yeah? Everyone was together. Okay. Like, it was... The big it was, talk? Yeah, after Hurley and Jack... Before and, they And they, they came split. together. So that was literally everyone together, including uh, Cindy, the flight attendant. Yeah, that's well, true. I keep wanting to call Sydney. Which I don't know why. Cindy? I keep wanting to call Cindy Sydney. Oh, Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, just an Australia thing going an on. Australia thing, maybe an alias thing a little bit. <laughs> and then we have a flash sideways and we see something really wild. Yes, uh, Jack is in a retirement home of sorts. And he says, I'd like to see Anthony Cooper, please. And the receptionist says, oh, uh, what? How do you know, Mr. Cooper? Why are you here? I've never seen you before. <laughs> inquisitive person just do, doing her job keeping people out you know i hear that's a big security thing of uh people trying to get in and see elderly folk which <laughs> they don't know it's a serious concern in our nation hmm. and this woman was just doing her part well good for you and as jack was trying to talk his way in uh helen appears and she instantly recognizes jack jack She's like oh dr shepherd what why are you here what's going on and Jack says, oh, I, I wanted to see Anthony Cooper. I'm here to see... I'm with him. And <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> and she says, why, why do you want to see Anthony Cooper? Oh, yeah, her countenance on. changes. Yeah, yeah. She, like, ooh. Absolutely. And then we find out that um, Locke told Helen about the procedure that Jack offered. Yes. And she says, well, he told me and he just doesn't want to do it. Just let it go. You saved his life. Why isn't that enough? Leave him alone. And Jack says, it's just not. It's not. It's not enough. And we wondered why And Helen and Locke were refusing this. Yeah, and Jack says, I, yeah, I, just, I need to know. And she says, okay. So she takes him in and walks over to... I want Jack to step in and argue with Helen. I can do this, darn it! <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me what I can't do. Don't tell I can't do. Well, they, they they go in, they enter. What um, I mean, what 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 struck me as a room looking almost eerily similar to the Santa Rosa rec room. Yeah, you think it's the same room? Maybe they reused it. I don't same know. Same prop? Maybe I don't know. Maybe not. It just kind of reminded me of it. 
and um, you know she she grabs a wheelchair and turns the dude around. And now before she, she turned him around, when the camera first caught a glimpse of the back of his white head. Yeah, I didn't think it was him. You didn't? No, I was like that, that doesn't. No, I don't think that's Cooper. Did was his hair that white? I know it was white. It's it, it, I don't know. It just didn't seem like him at first. But then she turns him around and... You find it is. There he is. Uh, motionless. Mouth agape. Drooling. Yep. So uh, we find out that he can't walk, he can't talk. He is essentially a vegetable. And yeah. Helen says, this is Anthony Cooper. And that's all you get. Yep. For then. He's like a puppet. Hi, I'm Anthony Cooper. Too soon. <laughs> and then Jack makes the bold claim saying, I can fix him. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> we have to laugh because if we weren't, we would be crying. Yeah. It was sad. It was. Well, on island, Mocklock is walking towards the plane. And... <sighs> I, pl- I really like this moment. The plane is guarded... By two dudes. By... A couple of Widmore's croony cronies <laughs> who don't put up with no flack. So they shoot. Yep. Ask questions later. But Mocklock is Superman. He walks through the gunfire. <laughs> Doesn't phase him a bit. I got a question. Okay, I have an answer. Do the bullets go through him or do they reflect and bounce off? Now we have a we have an email about this later on in the show, but Okay. I feel I feel like the natural assumption is that they go through him. Okay. Right, because when Sight stabbed him, the the knife didn't deflect off of his chest. <laughs> it went through him, and then it just it didn't have any effect. But he could have had it deflect. Could he? I'd see. I think it just goes through him. I don't think he has the ability to. Okay. Have st- steel abs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe he can. Maybe. That's going to be one of these after-lost tie-in products when it's like Black black Smoke Monsters, Abs of Steel okay. workout video. Well, if Black Smoke can imitate the form of a person, you would think it could imitate the form of an object. <laughs> it has to yeah? be a dead object. Like a horse? No, uh, I think it's a bit <laughs> odd calling a horse an object. <laughs> well, I'm just trying it's to get to... a living creature. You're okay, calling it a thing? A cabin? A tree? No. Let's say he's a tree. No, I don't... I know. Inside went to stab the tree. A Medusa <laughs> spider? Yeah, possible. We heard the sounds. But I want something hard, so I'm, I'm choosing tree. A chair. Or a chair. A statue you get the of knife an Egyptian god. And you say, you know, I think that chair is black smoke. Let's see. And you put the knife, and it deflects, because wood's hard. <laughs> and he says, oh, that's not black smoke. <laughs> no, no. But if it is black smoke, it goes right through the chair. <laughs> I got you, Black Smoke. <laughs> I, no. No. I don't know the rules of stabbing Black Smoke. I, see, it's very weird. I, well, first of all, your claim that the smoke monster can turn into an object just feels really odd to me. Why can't he? I don't know. There are rules. He can only be people. He can only be dead people. Well, he's being clothes. He's not being clothes. He's taking the form of a person wearing clothes. But the clothes aren't really clothes. He didn't take them from Locke. Are you complaining that the, the, the uh, his shoes, castaways are wearing clothes? His backpack, all of it changes to black smoke. No. Right? Am I right? Am I right? It's a technicality. 
Just think, his underwear is even black, smoky, and underwear. Okay. It's not real underwear. I Okay, I will acknowledge that his clothes do not actually exist. <laughs> this is a crazy conversation. Although, I don't know. Let's, let's, let's seriously think about this. He took the form of Locke following the crash of Ajira 316. Correct? Okay. Now, naturally, when he took Locke's form, he had the same clothes that Locke did. He was in a suit. He was dressed for burial. Yes. But then shortly following this, he changed into his more classic lock garb. Lock look. Uh-huh. So I think he put on actual clothes at that point. I don't think he just kind of snapped his fingers and then the suit turned into a t-shirt and pants. Then what, how does he transport these clothes when he's black smoke? Well, it's, it's like the rules of time travel. Anything you're touching is along for the ride. Aww. So I, I guess, if, you, if we really want to talk about the physics of smoke, <laughs> I guess he could grab somebody and then turn them into black smoke if you want to go down that path. I think his shirt is a result of him creating the form of black smoke, and he can make a logo instantly appear. Bloop. Bloop. The snap of a finger. Yeah. Logo. And, I mean, he turns into a person. No, that's, how they, that's how they justify product placement on the show. I'd like he to see him change his uniform. Just, just like a chameleon. <laughs> anyway, bullets go through or reflect. Okay, maybe they go through. Okay, I think so. Okay. Uh, did we see any look of amazement or wonder on the croony cronies shooting him? I don't feel like they had enough time. <laughs> It was so fast. No time to react. He walked straight up to him. Bang, bang, Broke bang. that dude's neck. Oh. Grabbed his gun. Shot the other guy. Yeah. And then and then in a move that I did not understand at the time, yeah. he stole the dead man's watch. That's a valuable watch. <laughs> Just no respect for anyone. Give me that. Oh, I need to know what time it is because it's an island. The sun is not efficient enough at time telling. You're right, Brian. I guess he can't. Uh, the black smoke can't be an object. Okay, now here's a question Because he could have morphed into a uh, watch. You, you know those watches that they run off of uh, global time or satellites or whatever. You don't have to you don't have to adjust the time. Yeah. Just depending on your global positioning on the planet. It's like, okay, it's 1.30, and then you cross over to another time zone. It's like, it's 2.30. Okay. Okay, now what if somebody on the island... Cell phones do that. Cell phones I know do watches well. do that. Well, they have watches to do that. Wow. So it's been a while since I bought a watch. Let's go. I, I mean, I think they're expensive. To be fair, I would think so. But, With the GPS in them. But whew, I carry a GPS watch just to know the time when just, I cross the border. Just cause. What if somebody was wearing a watch like that during the time travel season? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's 1977, and it's apparently 12:30 p.m. The satellites would be gone. Ah, oh, you're right. Okay. Well, it would have. They would have to jump around in. You know, satellite era. So, like, they'll go back to when Locke was pounding on the hatch door, and they'll know, like, oh, it's whatever month that was. It's October sixteenth, <laughs> yeah, two thousand four, five, four, five, four, <laughs> two thousand four. I'm sorry. Wow, I'm not really good with dates. <laughs> you would think that September twenty second, two thousand four, would be forever Ingrained. burned into my memory, but yeah. no, apparently not. So, what are you saying about the uh, the watch? It it couldn't change and tell them the year and the time. If they were in satellite era 
it would. time period, it would. Oh, it would. They would know. Okay. So that's why he wants the lot watch? Is that what you're thinking? No, no, not at all. <laughs> it would just be messed up. As we, we, now we know why he used the watch. <laughs> well, we do He's now. Like, Yo, this watch is the bomb. <laughs> I'm going to take it. But after he uh, takes the watch, he walks into the plane. He looks around, and he finds a or traces a wire, and finds a bomb inside. He removes it. And then on the outside, Frank and the gang make it to the plane. And Frank is ready to see what it takes to get this baby ready to fly. Yes, and I was really curious how they were going to do that. And so was I. I was like, who is going to fly? But what? it became a non-issue. Lock, then, or fake Lock, uh, I'm saying Lock just like they are, because he's, Boo. You know, I'm quoting what they say, and his name's all over the place. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Boone? <laughs> yes, Boone. 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 Uh, fake Lock explains to Frank and Jack and Caden Sawyer that Widmore's people there were for show. Yes, he only had two nerds guarding the plane. If he really wanted to stop us. He would have done more. He would have built a robot. <laughs> and put a barrier around he said, Widmore wants all of you in the plane. In this confined space. In one area. So he can kill us all at the same time. Is that not sneaky? Yeah, pretty sneaky Widmore. Do you think no, Do you think Widmore was really going to do that? No. Hmm. No. You're questioning. No. No? I'm going to go with no. Okay, well... See, now why the... He made it look like it. Yeah, he did find the C4 on the plane. It was on the plane. So I don't I doubt But he that walked they, in like he knew it. I doubt that they took off from LAX with the with the uh, <laughs> C4 on the plane. Yeah, no. <laughs> maybe the C4 was a plant, maybe, you know, because we do get this impression that everything went according to Mocklock's plan. He planned for everything to occur the way it did. So I guess it's not out of the question that he could have planted the C4 there at a previous time. That's entirely possible, but he's using it to his advantage now, saying that, hey, Woodmore wants to kill you, uh, get you all in the same, the same place at the same time. And Fakelock says, this is why we're going to take the sub. Did you see Sawyer's face right then? We're going the subway. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. That's what Sawyer wanted to do. Oh, I've been saying that all along, guys. <laughs> Come on. And we can't yeah. take the plane. Yeah. But Sawyer approaches Fake Lock and says, Hey, buddy. I love this turnaround, yes. <laughs> I was wrong about you. You've saved us twice. You saved our rear ends twice. So maybe, maybe uh, you're not so bad. Hallelujah. You've proven yourself. <laughs> I'm a con man with a heart of gold. <laughs> Do you believe that coming from a con man? With a heart of gold. With a heart of gold. Jack's continuing <laughs> to help. You know, head to the sub now but still is adamant that he is not going. And while they're walking to the sub, Claire makes a last-ditch effort to go to <laughs> Fake Lock. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't like me saying, like Elmer Fudd, sorry? Uh, that sounds like Elmo, actually. I'm, I'm sorry. How do you that say it like bad. Claire? I'm not going to attempt that. <laughs> oh, Lock, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, that, okay, that's better. Yes, perfect. <laughs> You nailed it. Mock is mock lock. He is very forgiving. Um, <laughs> only when it serves his purpose. It's like, don't worry. I know why you went with them. Right. 
Maybe you didn't know. He's going to beat her up later and slap her again. Oh. That terrible fake lock. Oh, he would not do that again. Oh. Yes, he would. After that one time. <laughs> yeah, but fake lock says, it's all right. It's okay. I know why you went. Oh, don't overact it, lock, and act like you're not upset. <laughs> My goodness. And, and then and then we pan back to uh, Jack and Sawyer in the back of the pack. And Jack says, well, Doc, I don't care if you don't want to leave the island. you got to do one more thing for us. Yeah, I need your help. I need your help. I, I need to. Uh... I, I don't trust that thing one bit. <laughs> you somehow keep that thing from getting in the sub. Well, what a oh, tough uh... order. <laughs> I, first of all, I love the turnaround. From 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 the the scene before where he's like, well, you you've proven yourself. I guess you ain't that bad. <laughs> and then well, I, I was confused at first, like, what? No, come on, Sawyer, don't yeah. don't trust the smoke monster. And then like thirty seconds later, like, you know what? I don't trust it one bit. <laughs> and then I half expected to see uh, Sawyer talk to Mocklock. Then like, hey, Mocklock, Jack's gonna try to push you in the water. I don't trust him. <laughs> he was just trying to play everyone against each other. Wow. Well, you can't change his nature, can you? Yeah. Well, I mean, deep down. Deep. In his heart of gold. In his heart of gold. He he has good intentions. <sighs> well, they're a family. Sure. Sawyer has to stick together with his his pals. And Smokey is not one of them. Nope. So Okay, well, that's it for the island. Uh, we have a break. And we are oh. back at the Flash Sideways. All right, so Jack is talking to Locke. And uh, you know and he wakes Locke up, but as Locke is out, he he's talking asleep. <laughs> yeah. I got you got I got to push the button. Beep. I, w- I wish you be- I wish you believed me. Ooh. Did you when you heard that? Did you hear that the first time? Yes. And you knew what he was talking about? Absolutely. Yeah. So we're, apparently he's having dreams of the sideways or the 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 original timeline. Or is it a hallucination? He's hallucinating about yeah. the original timeline. It's very odd. Yeah. It seems to be in everyone's subconscious yes. mind in some way. But yeah, he's he's saying, I wish you believed me. Push the button. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as Jack is dealing with Locke, he <laughs> looks out the door. I'm sorry, help me interrupt. Okay, go ahead. Would it be great if this alternate Locke, he's reliving these dreams slash memories... And we see one of these scenes move over from island to the alternate universe. And it is him with the orange. So you just see him smile. (laughs) (laughs) We go, oh, I know that scene. Uh, I don't know. I've been a little little bit too goofy, I think, right? (laughs) Just just a tad. Just a tad. Just a little bit. I'd like to hear him two sides. One black. One white. You want to know Secret Walt? <laughs> no, tell me what I can't do. <laughs> like a that's a good one. It's like a dog. You ever see a dog sleeping and it's moving its legs? Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder what they're thinking, like chasing cats. Yes, they're they're having uh, uh, this other reality bleed over into their subconscious as they sleep. <laughs> oh, we could go off on dogs' dreams. I've got some good ideas. No, we'll save that for another podcast. <laughs> okay. But as you know, Jack is talking. He's in there with Locke, and he looks out the door, and he sees Claire. And you know, he steps out. It's like, oh, Ms. Littleton, how's it going? And she says, oh, hey, I just I came here looking for you. I uh, was wondering if we could talk. And he says, oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So he takes her to, I don't know, some kind of doctor's lounge, right? Yeah. 
And um, the first thing he does is get a candy bar out of the vending machine. Yeah. This time he goes with the Apollo bar. Oh. The Apollo bar. And? Though, um, in the machine we do see a Lindelow's, which was the candy bar of choice in the incident. Yes. Which, I guess, seems like it's named after Damon Lindelof, right? I guess you would so. You assume? Yeah. wonder if it's any good. <laughs> it kind of looks like it's, uh, it's just a wrapper. In a, in a Reese's type wrapper. Yeah, it kind of does. Same color scheme. Too bad it didn't get stuck. Some man comes <laughs> and then around Jacob the corner. Jacob shows up. Yeah. Hey, let me get that for you. I guess it just needed a little push. <laughs> or, or I guess maybe he doesn't have any money, so he shakes it violently. <laughs> I guess it just needs to be violently shaken. <laughs> anyway, you know, he, he sits down with her and he apologizes. Uh, like, oh, I'm sorry that uh, I had to leave the will reading the other day. It was an emergency. Yeah. And she says, oh, don't worry about it. And she she tells him, like, I was hoping maybe we could talk about our father. I mean, I know it's awkward. Yeah, jockey gave me a box. Cause... <laughs> Is that clear? <laughs> Use that same voice, but say, Charlie bit me. <laughs> no? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> you love memes on the No, you sound, you sound like that kid, right? <laughs> Charlie bit me. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like that kid from that one video. Charlie bit me. Yes. Okay. But anyway, we must we must move forward. Give me your Claire. No. no. Come on. I I will make a fool of myself imitating almost every character on the show, but not Claire. <laughs> well, I do it. So you are a braver man than I. Uh, or more foolish. I th- I think that's debatable. Q of the W is Chris. Chris is Chris more. <laughs> is he braver or more foolish? <laughs> oh, more stupid, Chris. Um, Claire says your daddy gave me a box. No, no. Oh. So anyway, um, she says I never met him, which is odd because in the original timeline she met him when she was young. Yeah. Yep. So she actually knew he of over. him. They play Pollyanna together. I guess. But she says, oh, the lawyer said there's more coming, but he specifically wanted me to have this. And I was wondering if you could tell me about it. And she opens it up. It's a music box playing Catch a Falling Star. Yeah, the creepy song Claire was singing inside uh, the temple. Yes. And um, you know, Jack Jack says, I you know, I really don't know. I've never, I've never seen it before. So sorry. Sorry, couldn't help. And then she says, oh, well, thank you for trying. And then she gets up to leave, and Jack says, well, wait, where are you staying? And she says, oh, the Motel 6 down the street, or whatever <laughs> it is. And he says, I, I don't know, I mean, you could stay with me if you'd like. And she says, well, but we're strangers. Why, why would you offer that? And he says, we're not strangers. We're family. <laughs> oh, Jack. Yeah. What a guy. Now, and I don't know, I can't help but, uh, I can't help but think that I want Desmond to show up in the sideways scenes and make everything more awkward. <laughs> He's like, hey, how's it going, brother, sister? Can I stay with you too, brothers? I was, I, I'm at the Motel 6 as well. Hey, you do a good Desmond, see? I don't think I do. You but might do a good Claire. It's, it's essentially the same thing. That's what it would sound like. I'm not saying that they have the same accent, but that's how it would come across from me. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the Desmond and it would be even more awkward kind of moment deal. Because in the sea box, yes, right after the scene... Or even after the show, people were saying, Whoa, Jack, 
making a move on the half-sister. That's the way they took it. Really? Yeah. Kind of like a Boone Shannon thing. Ooh, uh, so you think that's what they were going no, for? I don't no, either. I think no. he's just being kind and say, hey, stay at the house. You don't have a place to stay. Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm your brother. We're family. Yeah. Oh, that's a really creepy twist you put on it. Well, I didn't do that. No, you brought it up. <laughs> well, you, you I did sp- bring it up. You spoke it into existence. But I would have to say, if, if I just met uh, someone who was my half-sister, I'd like to get to know them, you know, and say, hey, let's... You know, come over there. If you need a place to stay, stay at the house. You know, I'll help you however I can help you. I, I don't want to begin an intimate relationship with you. Not, yeah, you know. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, people have a very close relationship with their siblings, but, you know, that you know, you're, you're talking romantically. Yeah. Well, I don't want to don't be... Don't want to form a... I, <laughs> I don't want to be romantically involved with you. Sure. Not like Boone and Shannon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, oh, why would you bring that up? Because that—that's the relationship oh, they have, right? A, that's an awkward. Well, that's why it's awkward. Awkward thing. Because it went romantic, right? You think uh, we might get a little bit of that in the Sideways Universe? Oh, we Boone and Shannon. Three more episodes left. Can they show up <laughs> and make us feel incredibly uncomfortable all over again? <laughs> that's a good question. But is it relevant? I don't know. But don't would it know. be good? Would it be fun? At this point in the series, I'm just kind of wanting... I mean, I know they're telling a story, and they're doing a fabulous job. It's really mm-hmm. tight and efficient storytelling, and it feels like they're building to something. I hope. At the same time, I kind of want them to do these frivolous things, like, like let's show Mr. Friendly in the Sideways Universe, just because... <laughs> Where's, I'd like that. Where's Mr. Echo? Yeah. Yeah. Nicky and Paolo? Nicky and Paolo. It would be they comical be, to be, see them. See, I don't know if they really want to go for that tone oh. in the dark final chapter. Yeah, that it's is dark. Season six. They don't want to do that. But we did get a mention of Nicky and Paolo back in Dr. Linus. Yes, we did. So I appreciated that. That was good. Maybe that sufficed. Anyway, back on the island... Uh, did you uh, hear catch that Locke and I mean uh, Jack and Claire were a little surprised also that they were both on Oceanic Flight 815? Oh yeah, no, yeah, I, didn't, I, I passed that part. Yeah, yeah. He says, like, she asks, like, oh, how, how did he die? And Jack says, well, they found his body in an alley behind a bar in Sydney. Yeah, he drank himself to death. And then she says, oi, that's crazy mate i a little higher uh, oi oi that's crazy mate i just came in from sydney that's perfect the other day what was claire in here no it's actually that lady that worked at that uh, marshall's <laughs> i hear she looks just like claire it's weird now you wondered what our inside jokes were yes that's one of them okay well that's uh fairly recent i don't know if that will stick around yeah it was a good one though <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so Jack finds out, like, oh, man, she was on the plane, too. And Jack is starting to piece this together. Yeah, he's getting a lot of people, meeting a lot of people on the and flight. And then Desmond walks in. And he <laughs> says, oh, brother, I was on Oceanic Gate 15, too. It's not like he's fixing to rap. Oh, brother, I was on it. Oh, no, I would never attempt rapping on the show. <laughs> I, I learned that that's not a good idea. Oh, sometimes it can be quite humorous. <laughs> I don't think anything like that would make it into the show if it did occur. 
after a break. What? Well, we flash to the island. Yes. And we see the whole gang is at the dock ready to board the sub. Uh, they formulate a plan. Yes. And Sawyer heads in towards the sub, looking around. And here go the others. And uh, they were asking for Locke and Jack to keep their backs. So, you know, that's kind of a... That was, a, that was the setup. A, a wink for Jack. Like, yeah, we'll get in. Wink, wink. You hold fake lock off somehow. I don't know how. See, I don't know if he meant it, though, because he didn't wink. He didn't nudge. He didn't laugh about it. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Very good, Brian. Um, Sawyer opens the hatch. Gets in first. Yes. And here goes Frank. And they hear some radio noise down the hall. There are other people inside the sub. They barge in and apprehend some guy. They ask for the captain. Once they get there, they ask him to fire it up. So they mean business. Kate, Claire, and Saeed follow suit and go into the sub. And at this point, then, uh, Locke or fake lock, and Jack are fixing to head towards the sub. Uh, but as Jack heads out, Locke does something with the bags there? Yeah, a little bit of a switcheroo. Okay. And kind of hands something to Jack. Yeah. Like, here's your... Yeah, take this bag. Oh, here's your bag. <laughs> Either switched bags, because they looked incredibly similar, or he planted the bomb in Jack's bag. Either way, it's impressive that he managed to do that without getting caught. Yes. The smoke monster was a magician before his time on the island. He just made it metamorphosize. He's not actually a smoke monster. It's an illusion. <laughs> they, uh, Jack and Fake Lock are heading towards the sub, and Mock Lock decides to hold a serious conversation. Jack, are you sure you won't reconsider? Let's stop here on the dock and talk about it. <laughs> uh, Jack says no. I, I, I won't. He is not going to reconsider. And uh, I am not going to leave the island. Fake Lock says, Oh, what a stupid thing. Who would ever tell you not to leave the island? How stupid. And Jack, then, your favorite scene there, I would assume, Brian? Yeah, right there? I mean, because Jack is alternate Lock. It was like an episode of best moments. But yes, this is up there. It's on the list. Because when he's asking, you know, who would tell you not to the, leave the island? Yeah, like, yeah, whoever told you not to leave the island didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. And Jack says, John Locke told me. And then pushed him in the water. Pushes him in the water. Take that! Jack elbowed him then. Huh. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, like... Which is something Bernard didn't do to Jack, huh? <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> so... Did, did you think Smoke Monster would disintegrate once he hit water? <laughs> he would melt like the <laughs> Wicked Witch of the West. Ah, I'm melting. melting. Oh, the, the misery. <laughs> what a world, what a world. You know, I I got to thinking, what if I was fake lock and Jack pushed me in there? Oh, man, how would you feel about that? I'd say, who does he think he is? He pushed me. Yeah. How dare you? That's going to keep me from getting in the sub. I'm turning to smoke. I've had enough of this. Ah, but we... <laughs> <laughs> but but we, we we've clarified that smoke and water don't, don't mix. mix. Yeah. So he couldn't turn to smoke is what you're I'm, saying? I'm going to yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. 
Well, you can swirl it around in a bottle. Yes, you can do that. You can keep smoking a bottle, but not in water. <laughs> and you can keep keep it corked up with an island. Island cork. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> However, this is the point that Kate gets shot. There's some some fire exchange. From Widmore's croonies? Croony cronies? Croony cronies. <laughs> yeah. Kate Kate gets one. And uh, did you think, oh, no. Yeah, I thought, Kate's oh, fixing to go. Looks bad. She's not a candidate. They don't need her. We've yeah. established this. This is the first hint of death that we get in the in the episode. I mean, I mean, I don't I don't know what kind of a role the gunshot wound will play in future episodes. The the three that we have remaining. Hope not like Charlotte. But who? Charlotte. Remember, she died. Yes. Not from a gunshot. Uh, right, I'm just saying that you didn't know how long this would linger or the effects of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Just because, I, I think at this point, I, I almost feel like Kate getting shot was a misdirection for the carnage that was forthcoming. Oh, that's pretty good. It's like, hey, look over here. Look at my left hand. <laughs> while on the right hand, hand, boom, four others go. <laughs> yes. Ah, well. A lot of uh, bullets exchanged, Jack shooting, a lot of gunfire. Jack then takes Kate, and of course he's concerned now that she's in need of medical attention. So he gets in the sub. Yes. Oops. <laughs> Locke climbs back up on the dock. Did he look hopping mad? He looked a little upset. <laughs> a little. Did he look like he planned this? <sighs> Yeah, he looked I mean, upset. I mean, to the to the extent the extent to which he planned it is questionable, but okay. Yeah, I mean, I get I I guess he assumed that they would prevent him from boarding the sub. And instead of heading towards the sub, he walked towards the uh, beach. Yeah, shooting, shooting people and killed them all. Guns ablazing. Now this time, Brian, did the bullets deflect off of him or go through? Him? <laughs> Uh, Actually, uh, funny that you ask, because I feel like this time they deflected. Okay. Ads of steel. Well, Jack's in the sub, and uh, Sawyer looks out the hatch one last time, like, who are we leaving out? Yep. And sees Claire, and decides to... He's like, well, let's cut our losses. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No zombies. He closes the hatch, though, as Fake Lock approaches. Yeah, and then Claire's like, oh, no, she runs after the sub, but Mokalok holds her back, like, no, hey, yeah. uh, you, you don't want to be on the sub. <laughs> As the sub sings, he's like, you don't want to be on there. So immediately, we then get another different vibe from Fake Lock. Yes. You just can't go like, along ah, with what he says. He knew. <sighs> I would like to, I'd like to question this, Chris. Yes? The, this season, up to this point, seems like it's, been about, like, what side are you on? Exactly. Jacob or the smoke monster. And then once you're on one, they go, fooled you. The, the smoke monster, he says that Jacob took his humanity. He has this really uh, convincing sob story that, oh, I'm, I'm held here against my will. I just want to go home. <laughs> and, and, then, and then this happens. Do you think that there's anyone out there that's still kind of, kind of up in the air? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like the smoke monster, I feel like he might be the good guy here. I want to side with him. 
Do you think he really wants to leave the island, or does he just want to kill people? What's his Pre- real purpose? Perhaps he has to kill them in order to leave the island. Maybe that was... I don't really even really know if he wants to leave the that island at all. That was his deception. You want, so he, you're thinking that he wants them dead, and that the final candidate would be Locke, as we've established. And since he is now Locke, according to everyone else, <laughs> by default, he would be the new Jacob. That's what he really wants, is control over the island. Ooh, he wants it. I don't know. But uh, fake Locke definitely did not want to get on that sub and warns Claire <clears throat> that she shouldn't have been on either. So down below, uh, the sub is dive, dive, diving. Yes. <laughs> and Jack is singing about Kate. And Hurley goes and gets a bag, which they're looking for medical supplies, Opens it just to see that uh, the C4 yes. has a watch attached. Yep, he has uh, rigged up a time bomb. It's ticking. Not a good thing. Yes, it is ticking with three minutes. <laughs> hey, maybe it started about four minutes or five, I don't know. But we see it three, fifty, three minutes, three fifty something and it starts 54. counting down. Yes. Jack knows. Yeah, Jack speaks up and says, Locke did exactly as he wanted. Or we did what he wanted. So did Locke. Everyone did Everyone. what Locke he wanted. wanted. Quote, Locke. We were with him. Now we're alone. He was with us, but now we're not with him. He's our them. And he's with her. Claire. Yes. <laughs> Jack then, he... She's his you? You think he's wised up 100%? He knows what's going on? I think so. Is he down with this gig? He seems like he is. He's on top of it. He knows what's going on. He knows what they have to do. He's going with the float. But convincing people to trust him, that's... Especially Sawyer. That's his greatest task. Yeah. Sawyer, understandably, uh, probably still a little bit upset about the bomb thing where Juliet died. Juliet, yeah. He's like, you know what? I can't trust you, Doc. And... Then he kills four people. Not good. After a break, we see the sub is sinking. And since they have a bomb, they must now get back to the surface. Now, it didn't seem like they were below the surface that long. Yeah, I think... So time must have elapsed. Yeah, maybe there's some kind of time lapse. But I I would think that maybe a submarine can submerge much faster than it goes up. Oh, yeah? What'd you think? I know nothing about submarines. I don't know. Saeed would. Hey, if you're a submarine expert out there, give us an email at lostandlocked at gmail.com. That's L. Oh. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Well, Saeed is trying to assess the makeup of this bomb. Yes. And um, defuse it. Uh, And Jack says, don't do anything. Don't worry about it. Nothing will happen. Uh, he wants us all in here to kill each other. Now, so maybe he hasn't killed us because he's not allowed to. So the Jack, bomb would would be breaking that rule. So Jack knows it can't happen. And that's what he's going on. Pure faith. Yes, you just let it go. He can't kill us. He's trying to trick us into killing one another. Pretty sneaky. Well, Jack can't convince Sawyer of this. Yeah, yeah, understandably so. Sawyer is not willing to buy into this idea. No. Jack says, trust me. Things will be okay. Sawyer says, I'm not having this. I can't. 
he pulls the wires, the wires and it stops. That's for the thing. a moment, yeah. It just stops. They, you, you almost feel a, a sigh of relief in the room. You do. I go, oh, man. Well, I can't believe that almost happened again. And then the pressure starts to build because the time starts ticking faster. Yes, it rapidly goes down. Oh, wouldn't you hate that? <laughs> they call up... up uh, who makes that call up to the captain's... To the navigation room or something. You need to surface I, I, I now. Think, I think it was a gin. Lepidus. Uh, we bring, need to go up. Bring us up. How come? Reverse dive. <laughs> you need to get us up now. Reverge. How long? He said, oh, about five minutes. <sighs> that's that, not good. That's not happening with uh, three minutes ticking by twice as fast as ever. So they are um, nervously trying to wonder what to do. Yes. When... When oh, suddenly... Saeed decides to impart some wisdom onto Jack. He, he says, decides to go to the other side? He says, Jack, on the main island, about uh, a mile inland, north from the camp that we were just at, Desmond is in a well. So? Smoke monster wants him dead. Confirmation? So you're going to need him. He's alive. Yes. Yet he lives. So Saeed a good guy? He didn't kill Desmond. He did not. So, I don't know. That's I mean, good. Is this, is this his redemption moment? Is seems like it. He says, "You're, you know, Locke wants him dead, so you're gonna need him." And Jack says, "Why? Why are you telling me this?" Yeah, and we find out why. He says, "Yeah, because it's all you. It's gonna be you. It's and, all oh, you. It's gonna be you." And he he oh, takes the bomb. And his final heroic moments grabs the bomb. I thought that run to the other side of the sub with the bomb could have been in slow motion. You know, really play it up. But it's like they had more deaths to, to look at. Yeah. So Saeed, hurry and run in there. Yeah, yeah. But that was, he didn't make it as far as he wanted. No. I thought he's going to close a door. That would be nice to kind of contain the blast. But yeah. he, no, he barely had the time. He took off. Barely did. He trying to run to the other side of the sub. And I, I think it was well played too. Because I think if some people want to approach this from a logical standpoint and try to, to try to tear it apart, they could say... Well, why didn't they? Uh, why didn't they put the bomb in a secluded part of the sub? Why didn't they do this or do that? But you know, they wanted they wanted to disarm it. They tried, and then it starts to tick down rapidly. So it literally came to all they had time to do was pick up the bomb and then run away. So it worked. So if if Black Smoke, Mister Mib, had left the bomb somewhere unattended, it wouldn't have gone off. But why did it go off if Saeed took it and ran? I, I mean, that's not what caused it, though. What caused it to go off was Sawyer trying to disarm it. He, in fact, triggered the bomb. Okay, so that was an act. Yes. That, uh, even though Fake Lock made the bomb, it, it would not have killed them had nothing been done to it. That's right, because he could not directly kill them. He but had... since they fooled with it, then there's the right for them to die. Yes, because then it comes down to Sawyer. Sawyer Man. caused the bomb to go off. That's some pretty big faith. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm going to set this bomb off. Don't touch it and you'll be okay. Hey, could you really do that? Woo. <laughs> I almost wish that uh, when you know, he was trying to talk him into not doing anything like he should have, Jack, instead of saying, I need you to trust me, he should have said, why do you find it so hard to believe? Oh. No. You want see, Jack to go all the way, don't you, see, Brian? See I, see, I say I want that, but if they had gone 
down that path. It almost seems like they might have cheapened that moment. No, wait. That, that still stands out in my mind as one of the top five greatest lost moments ever. Brian. Yes. What do you have to say, Chris? I'm not sure how to Speak put this. Speak for yourself. Are you going to become attached to Jack because of this connection? <laughs> and then he's going to die? <laughs> and he's going to die, and you're going to say, I've had it! I'm done! Oh, wait, the show's over. And it's going to oh, hurt you again? <laughs> oh. I, <laughs> I don't know. It's That's what I'm afraid. I don't know, you know. Yeah, if that if that happens, so be it. If it's okay. the way the story ends, because I mean, misery loves company. Uh, well, oh. as uh, I almost want to recite the words to the Three's Company theme, but I will not. <laughs> Three's Company. After the uh, after our hero Saeed seems to redeem himself in whatever way he can. Yes, he takes the bomb. Uh, he shot a child. Once it, uh, yeah. But he redeemed himself. <laughs> Once the bomb goes off, water starts coming into the sub. Yeah. So it looks like it's a matter of time, and we wonder who is not going to make it out. And yeah, yeah. And this water forms some pressure that uh, our beloved man Frank takes his last stroll in oh. the hallways. Oh, that's rough. When he turns and sees something or hears something? Yeah, he, see, he sees the door. And it's, he sees that it's leaking and it's about to Like, what the? Come and then off. the door just oh, flies it. off its hinges and knocks him cold I, or I know, kills him. I know he was in another part of the sub, but it, it, it just seems terrible that nobody tried to save Frank. Yeah. It's like, no, Sawyer, come over here, help me save my wife, and her early, take Kate to the surface. And like, Frank, I don't know, he's, <laughs> he can take care of himself. Frank, you're, uh, yeah. Whatever, you're, the island is done with you, Frank. Oh. You are a sacrifice the submarine demanded. <laughs> well, the next scene is Sun, with her leg, tra- with her, yeah, she's, she's trapped. actually trapped, her whole body, like a yeah. filing cabinet like or some something. Kinda, yeah, some kind of box. Large, uh, heavy object. The sub continues to sink, and uh, Hurley is heading towards the escape hole with Kate when Sawyer is knocked unconscious. Yes, and uh, Jack goes into the supply cabinet, grabs some oxygen, yes, and hands it to Hurley and Kate. This is a very important plot point. He okay. says, take this, and really the, the odd part of the scene is he said, and buddy breathe on the way up. I just love how "buddy breathe" is this this term I've never heard before. <laughs> that everyone knows. Did everyone know? Like, like if they, if he said that to me, I would know. Like, oh yeah, "buddy breathe." Of course, yes. Well, the term is almost self-explanatory. It is. I just I've never heard it yet. If it, it feels like you could say it to anyone and they would know. So that's like you get some air, and then you give your buddy some air from the can. You share the the canister. Yes. So it's and not like on the way up. Yes. Blow in their mouth. <laughs> I, mean, I guess you could do it that way, but that would be weird. Yeah, that that would be tough. Ugh. So Hurley, but, you know, Hurley takes one. Do you put that on your mouth? Breathe in. I, I, I guess there's like a mask attached to it. I'm not sure. I don't know how you get your air out of there. But anyway, but it it's, worked. It's the way to get out. So him and Kate are gonna buddy breathe. They're yeah. buddy breathing, buddy breathing buddies. <laughs> That's a <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, bonus points for alliteration. Okay. 
but Sawyer's knocked unconscious. So it looks like, oh, how many people are not going to make it out? I pretty much thought the whole cast was going to bite the dust, with the exception of Jack. Oh, yeah, that would be, that'd I, be rough, right? I just thought the last few episodes would be flash just, sideways. Just Jack dealing with this aftermath. Yes, that and it'll be him, Richard, Ben, Desmond, uh, Black Smoke. Oh, that would have been a bold move. Kid Jacob. If that's what you want to call him. I'm thinking Young Locke. Okay. Then we see that Jin is also attempting to get Sun trapped from this big box slash cabinet. Yes. But he can't. Um, Jin wants Jack to go look like he is going to die with Sun. What did I type well, there? Well, I, okay, well, I mean, what happens is, you know, Sawyer's oh, helping Jin Jin wants Jack it. to go. Yeah. So they move the cabinet, but then she's still pinned by something else. Right. And that's when uh, something knocks Sawyer out. Jack picks him up, and Jin says, oh, just just get Sawyer, get out of yeah. here. He wants Jack to go with Sawyer and Hurley with Kate. Go on, get out of here. Looks like he's going to bite the dust with Sun. That's what it looks like. And Jack you know, tries to leave behind the oxygen. Like, here, we can make it without this. And Jin, Jin says, no, no, you can't. Just just go. And then he goes back to trying to free Sun. That would have been tough without oxygen. The, the sub but, kept sinking and sinking and yeah. sinking. I mean, how, how far down are they? That's, you know, it's a good question. They are sinking, so. And how did Jack go to... I'm curious as to how this played out. Okay, we have a blast hole that water's coming in. Mm-hmm. How do you walk or swim over there? Because it seemed like the pressure coming in would keep you from going out. I mean, I guess once it filled up to a certain point, you would be able to slip out. But you'd have to wait for that point. I mean, it seems like they were at that point. Take your breath depending, and go. Depending on the height of of the door. Because the longer you wait... Maybe there was a, a, like a lower door, like a floor hatch, yeah. maybe. But the longer you wait... I don't know what... Again, I don't know the protocol for submarines, but maybe there is a, a secret emergency exit in the floor. The floor? In the floor. <laughs> The deeper you go, though, the longer you wait. Yeah, so that's. Ah, uh... <sighs> but Jack is saying, okay, he's gonna go leave, and Jen is still trying to help Son, and and I'm not sure how many, how much time passes that we see Son beg Jen to leave. Yeah, yeah. But she does not use the tactic. Chion needs a father. No, no, Chion is not talked about. She just says, you know, go, leave, protect yourself. Kind of saying she's going to die, you know, let her go. Yeah. But Jen sticks to his promise. Remember, he said he would never leave her. Yes, yeah. He's sticking to his guns. And I'm glad we didn't see too much gore in this drowning scene. I I think it was well done because... It it was tastefully done. Because she said, he said, I I told you I'm never going to leave you again. And then, you know, they say they love each other and they kiss. And then, see, the thing is, the whole time they're playing the life and death theme, which should have been a giveaway. Yeah, I didn't like that theme anymore. It it should should have (laughs) tilted its hand, but it just felt so integrated into the moment that I didn't realize on my first watching. Oh, really? Yes. I. You're like, oh, oh, no, the life and death theme. I caught it first watch. They're not going to do it. They're they're not going to make it. They're gone. And when I heard it. You knew? I didn't like the song. 
Really? That's good. Because I knew what was going to happen. Mm. It's like, no, no! Yeah, I didn't realize it until, you know, they, they they kissed, and then it shows the exterior shot of the submarine. Yeah. And it kind of picks up. And then the last, the final shot you see is, you know, <sighs> of, of their hands underwater, and then... Then they just kind of let go. They drift apart. Oh. Which is... Which is saying that... Quite, both quite, gone. quite a striking visual image to end that story arc with is that you know they're together and then they kind of the hands drift apart. So it's... some people are saying Jen's the new Patchy. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> He'll come back. Oh, he survived rough. a lot of near death experiences. I don't think this one. He stayed behind. Well, I believe everything is about to change. <laughs> <laughs> I think the faith of all the survivors will be revealed <laughs> after break. We're in the flash sideways. Oh, all right. We're in the flash sideways. And, uh, the last one. Uh, since I was watching this without commercials, oh, I was going. It was just going from from moment to moment. Scene to scene. I, I actually had to pause it between the the last scene and the last this this scene right here. The final flash sideways. So emotional. I, I just I couldn't go on. Wow. I had to take a moment. I understand. It's okay, Brian. And I was like, all right, all right, a lesser man would have cried. Do you need a moment? Uh, if I weren't so manly, I would have cried like a baby, but <laughs> I did uh, yeah, it was I cried, but not like a baby. Okay. It was a masculine cry. I wept. <laughs> you were sorrowful. Yes. But, um, okay, we, we pick up Final Flesh sideways. Locke is being wheeled out of the hospital, and, you know, he tells the orderly that, um, Dis- I can take it from here. I'm used to this. The, the disorderly orderly. That uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a Jerry Lewis movie. Great title for a film. I've never seen it. Hmm. I, I think that was the name of it. Anyway, he says, "You know what? I've you know I've had plenty of practice. I can take it from here." Yeah. And he says, "Well, good luck." And then he leaves, and uh, he meets Jack in the hallway. And uh, this, I mean, I think I thought I thought this was a really interesting choice right here. Is that immediately following? The the emotionally devastating Sun and Jin death scene. Yeah. Like, the first thing we see is Locke and Jack talking in the hallway, and Jin walks by, uh, and he enters Sun's room. Yeah. So it's, kind of, it's just kind of like that little that little visual reminder that, okay, maybe they're gone. You know, they died on the island, but we still have this other thing brewing. Still there. Something's going on. And I, feel, I, feel, I almost feel like that could have taken away from the emotional impact of... Of their death, but huh. for some reason it worked for me. Okay. So anyway, you know, he Jack stops him in the hallway, and uh, he he says he admits that he went to see his father. Yeah. And Locke says, "Why would you, why would you go see that? Why would you do that?" And Jack said, "I, you know, I, want, I just I I thought maybe if I could understood if I understood how you ended up in a wheelchair, I would know why you declined the surgery and." You know, Locke, Locke says, I was in a plane crash. Surprise. And it was a shocker. Well, that was not a guess by anybody. No, was no. It we had a, to, uh... a cube the W. Nobody said plane crash. Aww. And, um, <sighs> yeah, so apparently in one timeline, he crashes and then gains the ability to walk. Ooh, yes. And in this one, it doesn't go as well. So another, yet another thing that's flip-flopped. So it's flip-flopped, so he's going to need to be pushed out of an eight-story window In to order... gain his ability to walk. <laughs> no, you not think that'll work? You never know. 
So uh, he, he says, yeah, just I had my private uh, pilot's license for under a week, and I, <sighs> I begged my father to be my first official passenger. And I told him to trust me, and he did, and we barely got off the ground. I don't, I, I don't know what I did wrong, but it was my fault. I, 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 I did it. And he'll never be the same. And now he, he won't walk or talk, and it's, it's all my fault. And then Jack says to him, like, oh, you know, when I met you at the, at the airport, you told me my father is gone. And that was, that was hard for me to hear. But um, your father's gone, too. And Locke yeah. says, no, 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 he's not. Jack, you know, he, he insists, like, no, no, he, he's gone. What, what happened, happened. We get that a lot. What happened, happened. Yeah. And uh, you, you can let it go. Again, uh, at the risk of sounding like a, a rambling madman, like, th- this whole scene spoke to me a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> when, it's, when, he, when he just says, you know, you know what, he's gone. What happened, happened. You need to let it go. It's like, yeah, I know, I'm, not, I'm not ready to let it go. <laughs> I'm still holding on. And uh, Locke says, oh, you know, you, you say this like uh, letting go is easy. And Jack says, it's not. That's Never why. been easy. <laughs> no, he said, it's not, it's not easy. But that, that's why I was hoping that maybe you could do it first. And, uh, you know, Locke just says, well, you know, goodbye, Dr. Shepard. And he starts to wheel away. Oh. And as he does, Jack says, I, I could have helped you, John. I wish you believed me. Oh. Boy, is there a lot of... And that, that just, that, again, just hearing Jack say to Locke, I wish you believed me, broke me. Like oh no! <laughs> Did you think so good? No, you were just so emotionally jarred, weren't you? Yeah, no, it was it was rough. And Locke stops for a moment. You almost think I almost thought maybe I did too. Maybe that jogged his memory. Maybe he became aware of the island, but yeah, it doesn't seem to be the case. And he just no. he leaves. So now we're seeing that the reason he is declining the surgery is because. He feels uh, justified in punishing himself by not walking. Yeah, that's even a... For the... Uh, for punishment, for ruining his dad's life. Yeah, I even... I even uh, yeah, I skipped a bit of that dialogue in that scene, but yeah, Jack brings it up. He says, you, know, you don't need to punish yourself. He's, you know, he's gone. You need to let go. But Locke cannot. So that's that's why he chooses not to dance on his wedding day. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it. But he loves Helen. He does. And I guess Helen's okay with it, you know. Yeah, if that's what he wants, if that's what he needs. But, okay. Uh, that's the final flash sideways. And the final island scene shows us that Jack and Sawyer are uh, have made it to shore. Uh, Sawyer's still unconscious. Yes. And Hurley and Kate are already on the shore. Kate's asking about Son and Jen while Jack's trying to revive Sawyer, and there's no answer from Jack. Uh, it's 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 plainly unspoken, yet spoken, that they didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. And if, if you haven't cried by now in the episode, well, Hurley crying... Would make you cry. That was rough, too, yeah. <laughs> he, was... he just, he bawled. He did? He didn't it hold back. It was like back. a loud bawl. Ah! He didn't, he didn't hold was back at all. That was, again. Quite moving. It was. 
but it got worse. It's like Jack, the man who fixes everything and knows all and tries to be the leader. He walks to the ocean and he cries. It's like, who's left here that is not going to affect me, bring me to tears? And then... And then he shows up. <laughs> Mocklock. Mocklock looking out at the ocean. He tells Claire, you, oh, My spider sense is tingling. <laughs> yeah, it sunk. Yeah. The sub's gone. They're all dead. Well, she's, Claire says, Oh, you mean, Oi, Oi, mate, you mean they're all dead? <laughs> Oi, mate, they're all dead. That's, again, I'm, no. Okay. Never again. <laughs> so, are they all dead, Locke? And he says, No, not all of them. Nope. No. I guess he's got that sense, He knows, sense, huh? right? He can sense that they're on the island. That's not fair. Yeah, it's not uh, a level playing field, is it? As he walks off the dock, Claire's saying, where are you going? And we finish the episode with Mocklock saying he's going to finish what he started. Oh. Boom. Cut the lost. That is it. Put a bow on it. That is it. So. Oh. That is the candidate. What did he start? Unlocked. Killing the candidates? Yeah. That's this it. contention between yeah. the survivors? Sure. What did he start? Maybe Evil? This, this battle between himself and Jacob? He's going to finish the fight? Did he start the existence of purgatory? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> did he start the fire? He didn't start the fire. It was always burning. <laughs> Since the world's been turning. Well, maybe it was burning in the sky since he was in the water. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Good episode. Very moving. Oh, so Dramatic. Emotional. Full of events that any person that watches Lost, you can't miss this one. No. Right? <laughs> no, obviously. You cannot miss the one of the final ones. I mean, I, I'd hate to say, yeah, you can skip that one and this one, but if you were to kind of um, you know, put all the episodes into an order and tell someone to watch this one, this one, this one, so that they get an overall view of Lost. This one will be hard to miss. You think this is one of the essential episodes? Well, just because there's a lot of death, and, you know... You want to get that point ac- across. Seems like you'd have to include that. Sure. Yeah, so, but, uh, very moving. Oh, it was, it was something, wasn't it? It makes me wonder, after watching this, how many of these people will survive till the end. Because didn't Richard say, I'm, I've seen you all die. Yeah, we're all dead, yeah. We're I'm calling for blood. I'm still calling for everyone. Lots of blood. There will be blood. Blood on the island. Yes. Blood in the sky. But, Aww. great episode. Again, um, I mean, this isn't really the venue to talk about this, but I, you know, it's so emotional, and I feel like that's because we've had all these years to get to know and grow fond of these characters. And uh, yeah. that's why I'm not fond of movies. I feel like movies is so much more difficult to sell to get you emotionally invested in this story and hmm. in these characters. I feel like TV is a much richer medium for that kind of stuff. I can see that. I don't watch a lot of movies. Anyway. Didn't you like Neo? The Matrix? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was good, but think of how great it could have been as a TV series. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe movies based on TV series? Like, most of the Star Treks were yeah. pretty good. So, are you saying maybe a Lost movie? I'd be I, weird. I, w- I wouldn't put it past the powers that be. The people that like money. <laughs> Alright. Well, I guess that's it. We should move on to feedback. 
And we're in feedback. The first email comes courtesy of the legal T-Rex. Bless you. Thank you. And this is something we talked about earlier, but he says, I have a question that has been troubling me. Uh, we've seen Black Smoke get shot multiple times this season. Sometimes the bullets seem to bounce off of him. Oh, this is that one you're talking as about. As if he were made of metal. And sometimes, like in tonight's episode, the bullets seem to pass through him. What gives? Great show. So any final thoughts on how bullets affect the Black Smoke? I'm not watching this anymore. What gives? Too much backstabbing. <laughs> no, well... Huh? He's saying sometimes the bullets seem to bounce off. Yeah, I'm not sure if I... How does how's he perceive that? Did he hear, like, a ricochet sound? <laughs> or did he see one in slow-mo? Maybe he's got a DVR. <laughs> frame by frame. <laughs> I've done that. I, I want to know, what's his uh, evidence for this? I don't know, yeah, I... I mean, I, I suppose maybe... Now, if they he hit could, his head and made a metal sound, ka-ching! I mean, he could be talking about the uh, scene in LAX where, you know, uh, Brahm and the, his his croonies uh, storm the temple and then uh, they see Smoke Monster and they start shooting it. So maybe he perceived that as being the bullets bouncing off of him, but I'm yeah. not sure. Huh. But thank you, Legal T-Rex. Thank you. Good, good point. Uh, now, Luke from Chicago writes in. Oh. He says, wowee, zowie. I wanted to say that. I'm not even going to make any jokes. Simply put, this episode was brilliant. I cried like a little girl for the first time ever while watching Lost. Wow. I did not even cry when Charlie died. Ooh, what about when uh, Anthony Cooper died? Again, that was really emotional. <laughs> not sure if it's like a tear jerker. He says, safe to say that Damon and Carlton know what they're doing. Time to finish it out strong. Oh, that's well stated, because it looks like they are finishing strong. Yes, my thoughts exactly. That's why when I saw all the death, I thought, I hope this is ending soon, because it's very strong. It would have to, right? Yeah. If if, if the final three are this, this good, this top quality, we are in for quite an ending. And when did they tack on the 30 minutes for the last episode? Uh, was that, that recent? They, that was announced like like three days ago. Wow. Yeah, it's like, they, they from from the story I heard, which was secondhand information, because, you know, spoiler free, can't read anything on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they were editing the finale, like just, just here recently, editing it for air, and they filmed so much important information that was essential to the finale that they requested an extension from ABC, and they granted it. Like, okay, you can have another 30 minutes. Is that not amazing? That's going to make this impossible to syndicate. But yes, 30 (laughs) more minutes. It's amazing that they just said, okay, here, because, you know, there's TV right after the show. They had to reschedule. But it was like more Lost. It was going to be Lost from 9 to 11, uh, local news for 30 minutes, and then Jimmy Kimmel, which would be would be dedicated solely to Lost. So they're bypassing local news? No, local news will still be there. So okay. the show will end at 11.30, local news, and then Jimmy Kimmel at 12.05. Wow. So, whew. Yeah, I mean, but this is their top-tier show. This is the this is the breadwinner. So yeah. if, if they say they need more time to make it work, if you're ABC, you can say, well, well absolutely, yes. Are you sure you don't want to do another season? We could go for that. <laughs> I don't know if they do that. If you want to do a movie, we could do a movie. Same way. You wanna you wanna sign off on this uh, 
on this uh, amusement park we're doing. That could <laughs> Lost be, the park. That could be lucrative. Big old, we've talked about this before, I think. Big old we plane have, crash we have, we have ride. We've talked about it. It would be scary. It would be to... frightening for children. <laughs> yes. Black then, smoke. Actually, if there are uh, children on the ride, um, some actors dressed as others would kidnap them <laughs> until the end of the ride, yes. And once they make it to the island where they're kidnapped, they're scared by zombies. Black smoke imitating like Echo's brother, Yemi, and yes. other people that have been in drug busts and it, have bloody faces. This has to occur. <laughs> Thank you, Luke, from Chicago. Uh, that's right. Thank you, Luke. Next up, listener Anne has some words. Your hands up? Yes. 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 Me? What? Pick me, Brian. Pick me. Pick um, me. Pick I guess me. Chris. I can read this? You can read the email from listener oh. Anne. My favorite contributor, Listener Ann. And what does Listener Ann have to say, Chris? She says, I think there's something to be learned from this latest episode of Lost, and that is this. The Doors are angry. <laughs> like the band? The Doors? I was thinking the one that hit Frank. Oh, yeah, that's, that makes more sense. She says, the Doors are angry, they are networked, and they aren't going to take it anymore. <laughs> They're networked. The proof. Lapidus, yeah, I knew we were getting there, attempted to free himself from the cage by kicking out the door. Oh, no, you're right. That did happen. Oh. I think I see where this is going. It only took moments for this indignity to be broadcast to all other doors in the general vicinity. And when the door in the sub saw its chance to exact revenge against Lapidus for his cruel treatment of its brother in Doritude... <laughs> All right. Then it did what an, any angry door would do. It took Lapidus out. Oh, man. I can only hope we'll all learn from this and treat the doors that we encounter from now on with respect. The respect they deserve. Oh, oh that's okay. Our very lives depend on it. And she said it was sad that a bunch of losties died too. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, some of those. Yeah. <laughs> that happened as well. Oh, I'm glad to finally have such clear-cut proof that Unlock is evil. Yep. No, nobody can dispute it. Yours in Lost. Oh, I love this P.S. Yes. This is great. Okay, well, what does it say? P.S. You got tissue, Brian? No, Chris, all is forgiven. The debt is forgiven. Don't worry about it. Thank you, listener Anne. Thank you. <laughs> See, I told you she's my favorite contributor. That was, yeah, it's pretty shameless. We're but good together okay. now. All right. We're the best. <laughs> Next up. Hey, sorry. I always interrupt you. All right. You. This the... network oh, of doors. <laughs> yes. I deserve that. Reminds me, I'm not going to spoil anything. I would hope not. This there... is not the place for that. Because there is a movie out there right now. You can buy on Blu-ray. I don't have a Blu-ray player. Is it available on DVD? I don't know. VHS. Yes, I think it is. Betamax. I think it's available on DVD. Laserdisc. No. Digital download. DVD. Blu-ray. And DVD. Old-timey film reel. And Blu-ray. <laughs> um, Flipbook. There's a show where the tree roots are all networked. Really? Yeah. That sounds dumb. <laughs> Dumb as networked doors? 
I don't know. That made sense to a certain extent. But okay, networked tree roots. So I thought, hey, I wonder if she watched that movie. What and, is the name of this movie? And took it to a whole new level. Would that be a spoiler? The name of the movie? It yeah. Was, is, that, is that the the general plot of the movie, or is that the twist? Like, actually, the tree roots are working together. No, it's not really a big twist. Is it on the back of the box? It's, it's no big deal, yeah, really. I don't, nah, I don't want to spoil it, though. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, listener, Ann. Uh, so, go ahead, Brian. Thank you, Ann. Favorite contributor of Chris's. Final email of the day comes courtesy of JackFan815. JackFan. He says, greetings, Chris and Brian. This week's episode of Lost was brilliantly moving. Everything that happened from the moment that the Losties and Unlock approached the submarine was exciting edge-of-your-seat action. Yes, it was. I loved it when Jack told Unlock, John Locke told me to stay, and pushed him into the water. (laughs) I was so pumped up at that scene that I had to stand up and pump my fist a couple of times. (laughs) I love it! Without a doubt. This was one of my top five favorite Jack moments ever. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> still pumping the fist. <laughs> I think that the scenes in the sub, in particular, have to rate with the very best action slash slash emotional scenes in the history of the show. Wow. And though I consider myself very masculine, <laughs> I have to admit I cried as Son and Jim passed away. And again, when Hurley, Kate, and Jack lost it on the beach. I can't wait to see where the story goes next. A lot of people here admitting tears. It's a place for friends. You can tell us. (laughs) If you didn't cry, you're a robot. Uh, This is the one time we won't make fun of you for crying. (laughs) This is the only time. Oh, whoa. And the uh, the death of Locke, if you credit that. Uh, Yeah. By the way, it was nice of Sight not to kill Desmond. Very nice. But couldn't he have at least helped him out of the well? Tesman's been doing that for days, right? What has he been doing? Counting Hurley birds so they pass overhead? (laughs) Trying to count how many people he's called brother? Brother! Planning his memoirs? What has he done for food? Oh. I don't even want to think about this, but where is he going to the bathroom? (laughs) You are full of questions, Lost Man. Perhaps leaving Desmond down there was a far worse fate than we thought. Looking forward to the podcast this week, Jackfan815. Jackfan, that's some good questions there, but let's just... What if Desmond's really out, but Saeed... He lied moments before his death? Wouldn't that cross-cancel his redemption moment? Oh, maybe Saeed dropped a rope down or something. And when he left Desmond. So when he left him, he was in the well. He seems quite definitive, like he is in this well. You are going to need him. Maybe threw him some food. And, um... You know, a bowl or a bottle to potty in. Maybe. (laughs) Here, this bowl, this this, uh, bottle here you can use for personal purposes. There's a cork in the top here. To, to, yes, to contain the evil within. black smoke, too. Here, urinate. (laughs) Gotcha. Urinate on the evil. Yes! But this makes it... This makes it a little bit frightening that uh, that Saeed bluffed uh, Smoke Monster a couple weeks back. Like he went to find him. Like, uh, what? What took so long? He's like, I killed an unarmed man. I took a moment. Question here. You could go look at him if you want. Like, no. Yeah. No, let's not. What if he did? Well, that was quite, question on that moment. Quite a bluff. He told MIB, you know, go look if you want. 
Yes. Very convincing. Well, doesn't MIB know? And here's an, here's proof in point. Whenever the sub sank, and MIB walked off and said, oh, I've got to go finish what I started. I think he just knows. He knew. I think he's just aware of the candidates, if they're still alive. Oh, and Hume not being a candidate, he doesn't know if he's alive. That would be my assumption. Hmm. I assume that to be true. Yes. I just thought Black Snoke. Black Smoke. Black Snow. <laughs> so, Black Snoke. Snoke. Mr. Black Smoke was not really omnipotent, but knew more things than the general person would know. Sure. Who's where, if they're alive. I think he just has this connection to the candidates. Okay. The potential replacements for Jacob. That's strange. I just thought he would have known Desmond was alive. But had he known, uh, he would not have left. And he would have probably killed Desmond himself. Or watched Saeed kill Desmond. Yeah. Would have been a change. Desmond would not have been alive. So I don't know if that's kind of a loophole. I think that's a loophole of the writers keeping Desmond alive. Eh, maybe. Because I believe Unlock has the power to know if Desmond was alive or dead. And he didn't use it. I still think it's candidates only. But you think it's candidates. We'll see. Okay. Well, wow. That's it. Good episode, a lot of feedback. Um it's going to take me a week to really get back in a position to brace myself for uh, quite possibly some more of this in the next couple episodes. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Ah. I don't know. I don't know if the other episodes can really be this hard to watch. What what can- would be the worst? For you, Brian. If they brought Locke back to life and then killed him again, that would be the worst case scenario. Hmm. Worst case, I don't know. It's pretty rough because it's what's happened this week still is settling in. Yeah, yeah, it's still still tough to let that sink in. Um, and a quick update: as of the time of this recording, it is Friday, May seventh, two twenty a.m. Huh. And our host, Odeo.com, is still down. Yes, uh, it is. So hopefully it'll be back soon. Uh, they said in one week. So we have like two days left. Uh, well, yeah, we've got uh, Friday the rest and of Friday and Saturday. <laughs> we'll see. <sighs> they told us it would be back. <laughs> Hello, Odeo. <laughs> well, here's another reason to hate Odeo. Ooh. <laughs> Well, we do have Internet Archive. Is is that against our terms of use to openly mock them? Can Uh, we do that? I don't know. Hmm. If so, they can just kick us off. (laughs) (laughs) How would people get our show then? Hey, wouldn't it be great if the last show we had with him, they said, sorry, guys, we can't have you. And we say, eh, that was their last show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would be kind of childish of us, but okay. Yeah, certainly. Kind of taunting them. It would be worth it. And we'll say, whatever happened, happened. (laughs) Dead is dead. Oh, is that a threat? No. Ooh. I don't know how I feel about that. Gone is gone. Left uh, is left. I'll say, Odeo, don't tell me what I can and cannot podcast. All right. Yes. That seems like a... <laughs> All right, why not? Why don't we end it with that? <laughs> So thank you for joining us, guys. Yeah. And we hope you'll join us next week for another episode of Lost Unlocked. Unlocked. 
I'm not lost anymore.